Brittany is back, bitches. This is your man, Richard Ojeda. Welcome, everyone, to my fourth favorite blind guy behind Jeff Healy from the great movie Roadhouse. Anyway, make sure you check out blindmike.net. And now, here's your host, a man who is the Carl. To my stuttering John, blind Mike Gary. All right, the Carl to his stuttering John. That tracks. I think I've been sold at first, but I'll allow it. Hello, everybody. Is my mic weird? This feels fucked up. It's the it's the the hat's thicker than normal. Hello to my fellow thick boys out there. <laughs> Repping all the proper branding. Richard seems fired up today. He must know it's a big day for him. Yeah. Yep. Um, I had the misfortune I wanted to tell everyone. Lovely time in Madawaska. It was a great trip. I had a lot of laughs, as you heard on the uh, Madawaska episode of KMS. Very funny. But on the ride home, I had the misfortune. Justin had this bit all weekend going that, like, uh, he thought it was funny to say that I wanted to listen to very good show, I guess. Yeah, why would you want to do that? I agree. That's, that was my mentality. But on the he kept, like, teasing it. He's like, oh, we're going to listen to it. And he's even reading the description and like on the way there, and he's like, he reads it and says, like, Matt would make a sloppy gay guy and turns to me and goes, oh, he so would. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so then on the ride home, he just starts playing it. And I'm like, ah, I'm going along with the bit. And then eventually we just listened to the whole thing. I'm like, <laughs> when does this end, Justin? <laughs> it was so good you didn't realize it was over. <laughs> but, but I bring that up just because I wanted to say, have you considered changing the title to remember when Mike Harris was here. I think that would be a more, it's a little wordier, but I feel like it would be a more appropriate title to what you guys discussed. That was like two minutes of the show. <laughs> well, I asked Justin, I was like, hasn't he been gone for like six months? And he's like, oh yeah, this is every week. They do. They think, imagine if Mike was still on the podcast, how much better it would be. The chat still trashes him every show. It's very funny. <laughs> well, sometimes you have to pick up the pieces and move on, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go listen to a very good show, boys. They get into some real high drinks. And I noticed they've, uh, this is what people do. We talk about this on Why You Laughing a lot, where uh, people have different influences and there's a fine line between, you know, theft and influencing. And we always talk about people who uh, do almost like impressions of guys earlier in their career. Like we say Regan and Hedberg and Bill Burr are guys who had their voices copied a lot. And it's, it's kind of nice to see my coaching tree developing a little bit where Craig saw the idea of these gearhead meetups that we do, mm-hmm. where we go to shows that the fans might like. And Craig put his own little twist on that, where he's like, what if we did it and just didn't invite Mike? That seems like a new, fresh idea. Now, now having, having known you for a while now, I assume you don't want to go to a festival and see Scott Stepp. You're wrong. You're very wrong. If he's willing to sing the Marlins song, I would absolutely go. Oh, that would be fun to actually scream for. <laughs> you got to request the Marlins song. <laughs> a stolen bass. <laughs> it's literally the worst song I've ever heard in my life. Uh, and Craig's approach was also, this is another of his own twist, where I say, uh, guys, don't. It does us no good to buy tickets. It's just a fun thing. If you support us, we love it, but don't waste your money if you don't want to go. 
Um, Craig is a different twist where I believe this is an exact quote. Buy fucking tickets, you pussies. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, well, that is different than how I do it. I guess. <laughs> See, we balance each other out. Yeah, yeah. There is a, you know, a yin to my yang, I suppose. Uh, I come buckets, super chat. Uh, is there a Blind Mike Project Discord? If not, why? Set one up, I come buckets. I don't know. You, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not about that stuff. We do have a Reddit that I don't believe gets used at all. but It, it gets used like once every three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Feel free to uh, set one up if you want. I come buckets. No, no tits today. Fair. Actually, that's not true. We talk about some ladies later in the show. I don't know if it's I come bucket style, but who am I to say? Yeah, yeah. Start the Discord, and uh, I'll start doing interviews for who wants to moderate our Reddit. Sure. Yes. <laughs> yes, I'm sure they'll be rigorous. Yeah. Yep. Um. All right, so we got a lot to get to today uh, because we've been off for a while. We're here on a Sunday, so we're a little uh, later in the week than usual, and uh, I can't keep up with this stuttering John stuff. Carl had to give me the... Uh, Godfather, you can act like a man speech the other night. Because I was literally like, I don't even know if I want to talk about this shit anymore. Like, I, I, I can't do it. I'm too I'm too deep in. I actually thought we were going to be done. Shirt collar. Yeah, I thought we were going to be done with him actually on this program for a while. And then he had Army Major on. So I literally said to Hack Ride, because this is where like, this is where me and Hack Ride balance each other out. Uh, well, I think where he has ideas um to to grow the channel and everything and he's like what if we just made every video look like it's about stuttering john even when it isn't <laughs> and i was like well that's a bad idea because uh, people will be very disappointed when they click on it and it's not that <laughs> or happy but, that it isn't but uh then he messages me the next day when richard ojeda is on is like see <laughs> we have no choice really we can't get away from this guy <laughs> yeah um, so Richard Ojeda, of course, reunited with his buddy Stuttering John last week. Um, a lot of you guys have probably already seen it, but I wanted to go over the clips because this is Richard. Like, we don't usually get to see him here on the Blind Mike Project. We see this curb stomping, uh, jackaloon wrangling animal that is out there, you know, just squashing Republicans. <laughs> but this was a subdued Richard Ojeda who was... He was tested in this episode with Stuttering John, where he his his patience was really tested with John because John is on a bender of sorts. And I don't mean that in a drug or alcohol way. I'm sure people will point to uh, how quickly he's slugging down some of these beers. But I mean on a mental level, like when they refer to a, a dry drunk. Um, basically it's in your behavior. Mm -hmm. That's what I see when I look at John. Now he's, you know, wet brained as can be, <laughs> but so I'm, I'm literally not talking about alcohol. I'm just using yeah. that as kind of the baseline where he goes on these rants. Like this is a man unhinged. This is a guy who has lost it. And it's a guy who is not thinking like someone who cares about keeping their teaching job. That's for goddamn sure. Almost like it doesn't actually exist. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, everything points to the fact that he is still a teacher. That that's an interesting theory. That did he get fired after the school year, or they tell did they tell him he's not coming back because he's not behaving like a man who's going to be uh, going to algebra in a month? No, or you know, if you have any sort of name, any you, you got to understand that 
some of the teachers in that school probably won't talk to you about you being on Stern, but they know, like they don't want to bring it up. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're polite or whatever. Yeah. It's gotta be the gossip of that teacher's yeah. lounge. Yeah. That this man is unhinged and he's screaming at people. I'm sure uh, there's a certain word that John has coined. We'll play that clip in a bit. Probably my favorite one. Uh, so we'll talk about that, but like he's losing his mind and now he's friends with Carl, I guess. I don't know where this stands. That's the thing is it's too hard to keep up with where the other day he has Carl on and he's like, Carl, listen, you and I are buddies. We, we you know that. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> I'm like, what am I watching? Uh, flying Jameis with the super sticker. Thank you, sir. Thank you, buddy. Um, so, all right, let's, let's just get into the clips here. Cause we've got a, a multitude of them. So where are we starting with John and Richard? Just the, them being back together? Yeah, the, right. the the reunion. Okay. You can say the charges were dropped, but I don't read anything unless it's Super Chat. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't reading shit if it's not a Super Chat. But now we okay, bring Can I say real quick before we hear him introduce Richard? Mm-hmm. This is the problem with these shows. And I, Kevin Brennan is very upset with me, I guess, uh, because I'm a, I'm a hack. I'm a fucking hack. What are you doing, my mic? You can't read a room. Hi. Kevin, get a new line. <laughs> with the, the, the can't read a room line was funny the first time, but diminishing returns, buddy. You Hi, Blind Mike's off. lawyer. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is Kevin is calling all these people hacks. He's a catchphrase comic now. <laughs> you know, okay. he has these little catchphrases that not only is he doing, like all the people on his show repeat all the time. Hi, Chad's lawyer. You're a fucking hack. Ah, you're a piazza. You're Larry the Cable Guy, Kevin. You're an angry Larry the Cable Guy. Why? <laughs> what are you doing? You're much funnier than this. Kevin is the popular kid. In, you know what he is? He's Dennis Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Where he has tie, he could okay. be a popular kid if he wanted to be. Yeah. But he gets off on like running these these dirt grubs that he has, like being the ringleader of you know, Bob Levy and Ray DeVito and Patrick Melton and these people that he pits against each other for his own amusement. <laughs> so it's very funny. I, hey, Dennis Reynolds is my favorite television character. So he's great. I love watching it. But it's just funny how angry he gets about these little things. And he's very like sensitive about the super chats. Because I think that's what Carl criticized him about too, and he got all uh, butthurt about Carl saying it. Like that's what I guess that's what I criticized is I was like, you should have had Julian instead of just reading super chats. Mm-hmm. That's just true from an entertainment standpoint. Make your money however you want to make it. I don't care. Right. I'm not. I'm not cutting Kevin's fucking internet modem off <laughs> so that he can't read super chats. I'm just saying I didn't love it. It was boring. To the, only, the only thing I say to him in that scenario is if he paid John three grand, I probably wouldn't have my mortal enemy on the show either. Um, <laughs> what do you mean? Because he, he paid John three grand. To oh, come on. you're saying, yeah, for Shuli to. Yeah. So why would Shuli? Because he, he likes Carl, I think, to well, some extent. That's, but this is what I said, though. If Kevin's doing it to fuck with Shuli. More power to a Mazel Tov, buddy. I'm saying as a show, it's just boring. Mm. To, you know, if we sat here all day and said, I come buckets is asking for more tits, it would get a little old after a while. It's fun the first time or two, but eventually it's just, you know, okay, we got it. Oh, the chat is making fun of Bob or they're saying something about John. That's crazy. Uh, we well, know. 
Uh, Mike, just real quick, uh, magnesium linoleum with a ten dollars super chat. Oh well, thank you very much. It's very kind of you. What does he have to say? Please, the floor is yours. Uh, I admire the balls of Hollywood, Mike, big timing your audience with your tardiness. That, listen, it's all Craig. Craig tells us what time we start. He says, "Hey, bitch, I ain't doing Friday." I say, "All right, okay. does Sunday work, Craig?" He's like, "Maybe we'll see." This isn't how my I remember it. We'll see if I show up, pussy. Um, and I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Can hack ride come? No. Uh, all right. I come buckets says uh, super chat. I'll start the official Discord. Hack ride is a fake. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, I have wondered, like, is hack ride a real person that I'm dealing with, or have, have I, am I being catfished in some way? I call him when he's like just waking up, so he forgets to throw the voice on. <laughs> And my my answer to that for now is like, who cares? He hasn't ruined my life yet. I have given him access to my Twitter. That'll end horribly, but we'll see. Did you? What's the worst that could happen? Did you really? Well, I gave him. You can make it so that um, he he can post videos. He doesn't like run. He doesn't have my like account information. Yeah, but he can post video like monetized videos for my account because I don't know how to do it. So, oh, interesting, interesting. Yeah, we'll see. But back to the reunion. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Oh, Jesus, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've been reading super chats. For so time. many. That's what happens, Kevin. I'm trying to teach you. You get fucking distracted. Do a show. Talk about something. That's all. <laughs> You're a very funny guy, Kevin. Just drop the catchphrases in the super chats. You're very funny. We bring in the man, the myth, the legend, Army Major Richard Ojeda. What's up, my And then he's such good friends with him, he pronounces his name wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How you doing, my brother? I'm good. Good to see you again. I'm glad to see you on here. I'm glad to see you back, man. Uh, you know, let me tell you, there's a lot of people out there that really enjoy uh, the content that you bring. Now, I'm going to tell you, don't give these assholes oxygen. Brother, let me tell you <laughs> something. You bring a lot to the table. You talk about the major issues that everybody needs to be talking about. Well, That's why you have such a loyal following. Yeah, you're going to have trolls out there that are going to do everything in their power to try to hurt you because they can't be you. But remember, at the end of the day, everybody that comes on here, they really give a shit about you, John. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. I've missed you, man. <laughs> I've missed your shows, man. I mean, hell, I was on your show about once a week at least. Uh, you bring you bring great content, man, and, and you talk about the topics that need to be talked about. So uh, I'm glad you're back, brother, and I hope you're back to stay. Well, you know, I I am. Uh, now let's get to Chad Zumach. <laughs> you talk about the important issues. I don't know if uh, Richard's shirt would be stolen valor if I wore it, but I want it. This this is where like uh these these two were sidekicks towards the end of John's run. They were thick as thieves. And yet this reunion has the energy of like two acquaintances that ran into each other at Starbucks or something. Oh hey, man. Love what you're doing. Hey. I missed you. No, no, no. I've really missed you. I mean, right? We used to hang out all the time. Yeah. We'll have to do that again sometime. <laughs> the chat seems to think he's on serious medication. That's why he's so calm. Could be Richard. He's very, but I'll tell you, this is what happens in situations like this. When one partner starts to lose their mind, it evens the other guy out a little bit. So when you have, you know, Richard, Richard's the guy that threatens to curb stomp people. When you have a guy who's on the verge of actually doing it, like John might have a violent break at some point that levels Richard out to where he's like, Hey, 
Hey man, he's approaching him like a like a barracuda. He's like, "Hey, buddy, no sudden movements. You all right? I hear you screaming about pock face. I don't know what the fuck that means." <laughs> Ooh. So John, they, all I could think of is uh, a couple months ago, Kirk Minahan was nice enough to come on. Why are you laughing? Mm-hmm. And we discussed Dennis Miller because that's a topic he would be interested in. This episode of uh, Hypocrisy Police with Stuttering John would be like if I got Kirk on and then sandbagged him and it was just like, all right, here's a clip of Brendan Schaub. We're going to make fun of it for 45 minutes. You in? Here's, here's the brilliance behind Bert Kreischer. <laughs> He'd be like, no, I, I don't want to do that. Can we talk about Dennis Miller now? I assume John was not forthright with what they would be talking about today because Richard seems utterly baffled. He keeps mentioning... You know, man, you talk about the important issues. I think when, I, when, he, when he was saying that, I assume he could not have meant uh, that Carl is secretly gay. <laughs> that couldn't that couldn't possibly be the important issue Richard thought he was talking about. I think he was literally going to come on to talk about politics and all that crap. But John just can't help himself. Yeah. 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 Well, let's let's just see it. Let's enough teasing. Let's get into it. We've got a significant percentage of this country. That are on that side. And anybody who does anything and says anything that goes against what they want, they absolutely come out with a ferocity. I mean, it's almost as if the point where, you know, today, if Hold you on a second. Hold on to- a second. Hey, Richard, who does that sound like? Not to get into <laughs> politics today, but does that remind you of anyone, buddy? Look in the mirror. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Drew Peeball, Super Chat, five bucks. Don't worry, we've missed this too, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> we sure have. <laughs> up and say that Donald Trump is a sack of shit you go to prison. You got people that would literally wish you death because of this. And, uh, you know, I'm going to tell you, man, you know, you, they are doing everything in their power to run you off. They're doing everything in their power because you bring guests on that know what the hell they're talking about and aren't, aren't afraid to speak truth to power. And they hate you for that. Because, it, but no, here's another like thing a too. Black Panther rally. I'm Richard, tell- I don't, I don't blame Richard for any of this. Because, like I said, he has no fucking idea what this world is. Richard doesn't. I, I'm Richard's biggest fan and have devoted the most time to him of anyone. He has no fucking idea who I am. He pays attention solely to taking down Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, and the other pigs on the right. That's all he's devoted to. That's all he puts any mental energy into. And so I, I don't, I don't blame Richard for thinking this way. Now he has a little uh, pie in the sky mentality about how important John is to <laughs> that cause. Um, but one thing I do want you to remember is, did you hear there where he's like, I mean, if you don't agree with Donald Trump, there's some people that would go as far as to wish you death. Keep that in mind. Just remember that for a later clip. Yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> uh. and 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 I, I spoke with the person yesterday. Her name was Vicky Hildreth. Wonderful person. She may even be on here. She loves you too. Oh, by the but, way, uh, Vicky Hildreth is the bitch that we can blame for losing what we love most about Richard Ojeda. Listen to this. Vicky Hildreth one day told me that she did not like how I was addressing the friggin' assholes. And I'm going to tell you what I've done is I do my nightly live now and I have my topics of the day and it takes me at least three pages 
to get through the 30, the 30 minute period. And I don't even look at the conversations. I don't, I, I do this. I do a roll call, but for the most part, unless I ask the crowd a question, I'll look at it. And here's why and most people are speaking very, very kind stuff. If I look here right now, I see a lot of people that love John. You know what? There's going to be one or two that's going to oh. go on there. It's going to try to talk shit. At the end of the day, fuck them. Fuck them. Let their ass give them no oxygen. Because make no mistake about it, John, they would never say this to your face. Never no. do they have the. Hey, first of all, Vicky, what the hell, man? Come on. That was the, that was the draw. Why are you ruining it for all of us? That's who we can blame for this is Vicky. Of course, it was a broad. I thought better of you, Vicky. That's disappointing. But, but Richard's coming in with the right mentality. Jokes aside. It's probably much better for his mental health that he's not looking at the chat during these shows because he would get hilariously riled up. And that's the sort of wisdom he's trying to instill to John throughout this episode. Right. Now, Richard's on for probably an hour and a half, I think, give or take. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The message never quite sunk in. Well, no, that whole time he was speaking, John's just reading shit and just nodding his head like he's paying attention. He, he never once listened to a word, Richard, despite nope. saying over and over again, I hear you, Richard. <laughs> I, say, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I don't, you, can, you can hear him. He wasn't listening. Uh, next, we got uh, John's mom. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Be fun, Shatter. Thanks for the two bucks. Can't believe Richard's talking about your mom, bro. No, he called hey, her. No, let's hey, just tell him what happened. I don't care, Richard. I love her. She's awesome. She's a wonderful person. And if I get out to New York, I'm going to go visit her. Okay. John's drinking. She is single, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> It was just an uncomfortable moment. He just starts drinking his entire glass of water. <laughs> it's, it shows you so much. The John and Richard relationship really shows you so much about John and how little, because Richard at the end of the day, I think is a decent man. I think so. And loyal. I mean, he did try to get that guy fired. He did, did get that guy fired. He used his power to ruin a man's life. But if we exclude that, I've seen nothing to indicate that he's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, so uh, I, I think Richard's a decent guy. John pays him zero mind throughout this episode and has no, like, there's a few times where Richard says, no, nah, no, nah, I'm a happily married. Sex comes up and he's like, I'm a se- happily married man. And John's like, so Richard, when's the last time you made whoopee? <laughs> Richard's like, again. I'm married. I don't really, I don't like to get into that stuff, John. Yeah, you know, it's once a month, once uh, you hit a certain point of the marriage. Uh, I come back at Super Chat, Ojeda voice. Blind Mike is gay, and that's a fact. And that's a fact. I mean, this man has zero children. Let that sink in. I missed a doghouse, and that's a fact. Uh, let's see. Uh, this You just labeled it uh, a fun moment. Okay. Oh, I think this is, if I remember right, I believe this is what we love about Richard. Was hope I was hoping to get more of. And we're just going to do these real quick. Uh-oh, what did I do? Yes, it what is. What did I do? I did something, Army Major. I still see you. Yeah, but I did something wrong here. <laughs> He's gone. Uh-oh. <laughs> Richard is like, right. what the hell? Richard's reading the chat now. Mm-hmm. Hey, okay. Spencer K., Come get in my face anytime, big boy. 
<laughs> you know, you hit one button, and then <laughs> it comes right goes, back in. Everything, everything goes, back, everything goes uh, the Blad fa- John unknowingly <laughs> saved Spencer K's life. Yes, he did. <laughs> That's a moment where, like, five more seconds, Richard's getting into his into his truck. <laughs> He's finding this jackaloo. Spencer K, where do you live? <laughs> That's that's really like I mean giving a, a drug addict like you know smoking weed around a drug addict or having a drink out in front of an alcoholic. You leave Richard in front of that chat for thirty seconds, and he gets right. Hey Spencer K, what if I? He starts tingling. What if I were to curb stomp your head? And then John's <laughs> like, Oh, I'm back. No harm, no foul. <laughs> don't don't wreck my super chats. <laughs> uh. Next, we have international audience. Oh, I think I think uh, this might be where Richard. Uh, I'm sorry, where John's ego comes through. Because remember, he said um, he gets seven million Google searches in some period of time to mm-hmm. Anthony Cumia's five. Yep, not not five. This this is where that sort of mentality comes in as people uh, pumping his tires a little bit. Yeah, and remember, not five million. Five. No, no, no. Five. <laughs> the number. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, there's oh, a lot of Tampa Catholic converters. Chad Zumach. There's, there's where he... See, this is what happened, Richard. This cuck. This little pussy. This coward. Who I know where... Oh, I can't wait to run into you. Hold on, hold on. Z- Just for context, so you can put yourself in Richard's frame of mind, he has no clue who Chad Zumach is. But to be fair, to John's credit, uh, John has spent roughly zero seconds <laughs> explaining to Richard who Chad is. So <laughs> there's been no backstory as to who Chad. All Richard knows is that Chad is a cuck and a pussy. And by the way, I got to give Craig a little props. Spot on about what Chad was doing this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Completely trolling Chad. Uh, to contr- completely trolling John to the point where uh, John and Chad are now enemies, which is all very WWE. I like how he just wakes up and hates someone new every day without even doing anything. I mean, the greatest thing, I'm sure there's already compilations out there, but literally in the episode he did with Chad, he's like, now Chad is my friend. I will never trash Chad. (laughs) Can we start this clip over if you wouldn't mind? I love it. Yeah. There's a lot of Catholic converters. Chad Zumach, there's, there's where he, see, this is what happened, Richard. This cuck, this little pussy, this coward. <laughs> I'll never trap. Who I know where, oh, this isn't I even can't him. wait to run into you, Zumach. I can't wait to run into you. Well, John is not exactly the Donald Trump of giving out nicknames. No, he's not. The only one I think that is funny is Bomb Levy. (laughs) Zumuck. Bomb Levy. Got him. But then he just says them a thousand times in a row. You're like, that's not funny anymore. He says, I mean, this is where John is so frustrating. Because at a certain point, it's like, hey, John, no, we got it. Anthony has zits on his face. Uh, Shuli's. Shuli's a hack and Bob is a fence sitter and you don't like them. We got it. You know, we understand. You don't have to keep repeating it over and over again because all of his gripes are from years ago. They trashed my kids. And his example of Carl is something from like, I think when I started listening to that podcast. So like a couple of years ago, at least. Look at that though. If you notice, if you look at that, 
it's not five dollars. That's five. Uh, uh, it's five euros. Yeah, that's less than right. <laughs> no, Richard's <laughs> trying to instill in him. Hey, John, that's something. Look at this. You have an international audience, and John's like, "Ah, fuck them! It's only four thirty-five, right?" <laughs> yeah, as he's moving his bangless long hair out of his face. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you, Richard. Bullshit! You could give me a little more money, pal, since you're in Europe. <laughs> no, but it doesn't true. matter. We have some business opportunity for you. Uh, if you were in Florida, yeah, I know that might yeah. be somebody from an overseas. Yeah, uh, Christina Marie. <laughs> Richard's trying to be like, hey, John, look, look at that. You got people all around the world watching you. And John's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pipe down, Major. I got super chats to read. I'm not the army. You can't control me. <laughs> That's this, it, Here's a better example of what I was trying to convey to Kevin Brennan is being so fixated on these super chats. It's bordering on stuttering John territory. Uh, that's what I'm warning you about. Yeah, real quick. Tom with the super chat, 10 bucks. What does Tom have to say? Please, Tommy. <laughs> he Go says, ahead. I love the show. Thanks, guys. Hey, anytime, Tom. <laughs> if you please in, interject with nonsense like that as much as you guys want. <laughs> Anyways, Kevin shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff. It's ridiculous. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, next we have, what is this? Uh, the pay no mindless. <laughs> I mean, th- this is... Richard is just being disrespected. I don't understand. Maybe oh, yeah. he, he learned such discipline in the military that he doesn't uh, react to this. But this is, you know, the podcasting equivalent of a loogie to the face to old Richard Ojeda. Richard, they're obsessed with how many shirts I have. <laughs> I mean, I mean, with all the shit that's going on in the world, the war in Ukraine, climate change, <laughs> the, the Trump indictments, and you're worried Subject about you how many... talked about once. <laughs> no, nothing. You're just like... Another thing about Shuli. <laughs> with, all, with all that's going on in the world, they're focusing on my shirts. Instead of uh, Chad Zumak or Shuli Igar, <laughs> the important things. And Richard, the entire time he's on here is like, who? Yeah, that, but it, it, right there is where John's like, you know, these massive subjects like Ukraine and Richard's like, hmm, Ukraine, Trump indictment. I'll talk about these things. He's like, finally, get me off well, this shit. Well, let's hear where John goes with it. The, the Trump indictments and you're worried about how many shirts I have. Yeah, oh, it, it, don't, don't give him oxygen, man. Let me tell you something. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, let's let's talk about some of the stuff, man, that's going on. I, I Hold uh, on. Not yet. <laughs> Ronnie Montgomery, thanks for the two bucks. Sean, did you hear about <laughs> Richard, that's a rare moment of good broadcasting by Richard where he's like, oh, a perfect segue? Is that what you're setting me up with, John? A nice, clean, crisp segue. Don't mind if I do. Well, let's get into it. Trump indicted. What do you say, Johnny? Hold on a minute. <laughs> we'll see how unnatural segues are later in the program. Hold on. Kinky Loco is on the line. Kinky, what do you say? <laughs> uh... This is uh, one I enjoy. It's, this one's just titled, There's Our Richard. <laughs> all right. All right. Let's hear from our boy. Uh, super happy, fun chat. Thanks for two bucks. I heard Army Major's a Trump fan now. True? No. <laughs> Never. I can answer for him. I'm, I'm a fan of him draw, drawing his last breath. <laughs> uh. <laughs> now, now, pair that with earlier when he was like, some of these people, if you could believe it, John, if you just say that you disagree with Donald Trump, 
they will wish death on you. <laughs> now, can we replay that if you wouldn't mind? I'd like to hear Richard because he's got such. This is like almost uh, '80s comic delivery he's got here. Yeah, it's pretty, the, the mouth the mouth he makes too when he says it. But uh, what else is in the news, folks? <laughs> super happy fun chat. Thanks for two bucks. I heard Army Major's a Trump fan now. True? No. <laughs> Never. I can answer for him. I'm, I'm a fan of him draw, drawing his last breath. Uh, <laughs> uh, but seriously, fellas, I mean, your wife ever go to the mall? <laughs> I mean, shit. <laughs> uh, John is obsessed with Super Chats. Uh, it's it's ridiculous, and that's what I try to tell Kevin is like your show is going to get taken over to the point where you're not doing a show. You get obsessed with these super chats. Uh, I come bucket super chat. Uh, yeah. uh, gay Mike thinks my booby super chats are hacky? Question mark. Sad. Face. Well, hey fellas, whatever you, you know, insult me if you like, as long as you super chat, keep firing away. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, Kevin like interrupts the entire show. Uh, hello there, eleven seven euros. Uh, John thinks he's doing a wrestling character. Meanwhile, he actually is a real life wrestling character. By the way, a euro is worth one point one two dollars. Right. And anyways, I mean, Kevin's whole show is these fucking super chats. It's like exhausting. You know, that's my thing. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, that's that's the other thing. He cuts off in that clip where Richard is trying to say, "Hey, look, you have international viewers." And John goes, "Yeah, it's less, right?" And Richard's about to go, "No, actually, it's 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 not. It's more." John's like, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the super chats, folks. Uh, Jamie from New Hampshire with a super chat. Uh, no, no. Uh, I'll have to read his next message. I'm assuming he ent- enter before typing. <laughs> so it's just <laughs> blank. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they did just uh, threaten the life of Donald Trump in some capacity. But here's their begrudging Kinda apology. Him drawn his last breath. <laughs> Lazy shorts opening up. Thanks for five bucks. Wish some death on people is a great way to get demonetized. No, 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 no. He was making a joke about Donald Trump. It's not real. Stop trying to create problems. Super happy fun chat. Thanks for the two bucks. Saw pics of Army Major with a Newport. And oh, that's the same one. I don't know what that means. <laughs> All right. Now, so Army Major. Um, yeah, please, please say that you were kidding about the Trump thing. Uh, look, I, look I, Donald Trump can friggin' eat a bag of dicks. I don't give two shits about Donald Trump. Don't Richie! care. Don't, don't, okay, we, don't, we, we don't wish death on anybody. That's all I'm saying. No, I don't wish death on anybody. No. So we would just, he was just kidding, not me. Uh, <laughs> Tell him, Richard, say that you were just kidding. You weren't bullying the young man. <laughs> give him a piece of your sandwich. <laughs> And play nice with him. Let him play with your Tonka trucks. You know what it is? Someone said you're going to get demonetized for that. And John freaks out. Yes. Yeah. If if you don't mention monetization, then John is all who gives a fuck. Hey, with, wish death on whoever you want. Wait a minute. I'll lose my money. Richard, say you were kidding. Now. <laughs> right and now. I like the, Richard's basically like, I mean, I'd like him to. Choke on a dick and die. Is that what you mean? Is that what you want me to say, John? (laughs) (laughs) No, Richard. (laughs) Uh, Box eating dad, super chat, two bucks. Craig has relations with kid plus doesn't snowboard. Uh, How do you respond to these allegations? Uh, I don't know what he means with the kid part, and I do snowboard. Do you do you fuck children? I think he means I'm a dad. 
Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's what I think. That wasn't a no, though. That was an interesting answer. I don't fuck children. Absolutely not. Okay, good. Someone has that, I'm sure. Thank you. Dela <laughs> uh, super sticker. Thank you. But thank you. And again, like I was saying, I just can't get over. I know I we're, we moved on, but it's just crazy these shows that get taken over by super chats. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, we won't. We won't let that happen to us. No, thank you. What's uh, next? Uh, we <laughs> sage advice. I, Richard is trying his best. This is again. I, I we've cut him up obviously for the sake of the show, but this is over the course of an hour and a half. So every fifteen twenty minutes, Richard tries to interject with like John, stop what you're doing, <laughs> please, <laughs> for the love of God. <laughs> These people have been arrested. They are not good people. Yeah, but John, let me just say something. What you're saying right now is convincing some people to go watch just to see that happen. Don't give them that oxygen. You're better than this, brother. I love you, man. These motherfuckers don't deserve <laughs> to friggin' daggone push you off your game. Fuck them. No, 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 no. I'm pointing out the hypocrisy of these people because they I made shirts and everything. So that's what I don't know if you caught that. But he goes, I'm pointing out the hypocrisy of people yes. as and he pulls his shirt up. These people are bonkos. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I'm a thick boy. <laughs> Just point everything on you. No, no, no. I'm pointing out the hypocrisy of these people because they try and pretend they're all the, you know, they're these great, great yes. parents and great people. And yet they use like the N-word, like it's like Talking about I, I, I totally understand that, John, but here's the thing. Okay, it's what? taking your entire show. Fuck them. I know. I know. Fuck them. Listen, uh, John Alva, thanks for the two. <laughs> <laughs> Richard is not listened to once in the hour and a half. Why would you have Richard on? You don't need Richard for this. I don't understand the motivation for inviting Richard to this. He can't even tag him correctly on Twitter. <laughs> There's the, oh, yeah, he, he tagged some Argentinian kid named Richard Ocheta. <laughs> um, this next one, our very own Hackride makes an appearance. Okay. This is the first. I think uh, me, me and Hackride had some fun on this day. Hey, Chad, Chad, uh, I came with your explanation of why it was okay. Hackride, thanks for two bucks. Why Mike Project supports Richard Ojeda. That's good. Everyone should support the Young Major. Hey, Chad, why was it okay? <laughs> <laughs> Richard has no... F it's one thing for Richard to not know who Chad Zumach is. That's what most, most human beings alive don't know who Chad Zumach is. Totally mm -hmm. fine. But John never goes the step of explaining to him the beef that he's just like, this, he's a criminal and he was trolling me and he was trashing my kids and he's friends with Carl. And Richard, meanwhile, is like, I don't even know who Carl is. Who are these people, John? Uh, uh, Jammy, another uh, super chat with no message again. <laughs> oh, he did it. He, all right. He wrote underneath. I'll just read it. Uh, Ojeda needs a black and white T-shirt of Edward Norton smiling while putting his hands behind his head. <laughs> <laughs> Hope that was worth the money. <laughs> was that was not bad. He just said it twice. I just realized. Um, uh, this one's called John Isn't Listening. It, it's it's so frustrating. I really felt for Richard throughout this interview. Or uh, you want to call it. Terribly. I felt yeah. awful. It was hard and, to watch. 
the only thing that gave me solace and peace for Richard was knowing that he absolutely had to say to his wife or someone in his life later that like, I mean, I tried to get through to this guy, but he just wasn't listening. <laughs> like he just, oh. It has to be all the gossip in Richard's house. Like this guy is going downhill fast. There's something wrong with him. I'm just realizing. I don't think we cut the part where he talks about paying Ojeda. Oh, we didn't. You're right. I, well, um, I heard uh, Carl and the boys pointing out, that out where uh, he demands, like he made Kevin Brennan pay him $3,000. Mm-hmm. I think Chad paid him like 1200 something like that, mm-hmm. which he has no set price. It's just whatever he's willing to agree to that day. I think he agreed to $20 from Opie. Right. But he's like, Richard's my friend. What am I going to pay him? He's a, yeah. And Richard does the normal, uh, yeah, why would I want anything? I'm a guest on the show. And then John's like, yeah, why would I pay this guy? Yeah, you only get paid when you're me and you go on Misery Loves Company. That's when you get paid. If Richard wanted to slam dunk, he should just be like, define hypocrisy. (laughs) John, do you know what that means? The word on your shirt there, not police. He's like, I'm just going to arrest all these hacks. So I heard them saying, um, I don't know if it was Kevin or Chad or both, but uh, they were reading their text messages with John. And I guess they both said, like, Kevin went on his show and was like, hey, so are you going to pay me now for going on your show? And John replied, LOL. <laughs> yes. And then Chad, yes. same thing. Like, hey, so, uh, you know, it's a wash now. You're going, you, went, you came on my show. I'm going on your show. I'll get my money back. And, Chad, and John replied, LOL. <laughs> and so to John, it's literally unfathomable that he would pay a guest. He's legit a gigantic scumbag. He he's he's the most egotistical narcissist that there has ever been. And that's why he's the greatest. That's why the last couple of weeks of his content have been so fun because it truly doesn't get old. Like there's a lot of people that I don't that don't wear on me. Like I find that delete laws guy fascinating. I talk about him a lot, mm-hmm. but I could tell Carl's kind of like, ah, eh, whatever on him. And I get that. Cause there's a lot of characters like that where people are like, ah, eh, you know, it's one trick. We got it. <laughs> Studge Depot's in the chat. This isn't a super chat, but he just says army majors sitting there thinking about his rock collection. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And please feel free to interrupt at any point. We'll always read super chats. But. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, this is John isn't listening. Okay. Last night, stabs me in the back, goes on these other shows just to trash me. I mean, Major, like, how would you guys handle that kind of thing, uh, you know, in the Army? Like, people just, people, your friends, and then they trash you the next day for a buck? What? No, uh, that doesn't happen in the military. <laughs> uh, but... Don't give him oxygen. John, I'll tell you, don't give him please. oxygen. Please. Oh, God. John, stop, please. At least not while I'm here, John. <laughs> Wait till I leave. <laughs> yeah, talk politics for an hour with me or kick me off something. Uh, I really don't want to Kevin Brennan this, but uh, Dave Sara, $5 super chat. The reason we make fun of John with no remorse is that he squandered 10 lifetimes of luck with his greed and selfishness. Yeah, it's it, it truly is fascinating to watch and he's the gift that keeps on giving like it's new it's new but it's not it's weird with john because it does it does get very repetitive to me and that's why i've kind of i've gotten a little sick of some of it Mm -hmm. because like every day like he's so 
we may have played this. This might be when we started talking about Richard pretty early on, towards the end of John's yep. run. Yep. Um, where he's like, Richard, let me let me tell you a bit, a bit about this Anthony Cumia guy. And then he tries to play the video where Anthony loses his gun. Yep. And Danny Brand is filming him, and Anthony's like shit faced. First of all, a video filmed illegally <laughs> without his consent that was posted to the internet, and he was drunk, so I wouldn't want that out there either, but whatever. Um, but John's talking about that and like trying to show Richard, and Richard doesn't give a fuck because he's like, yeah, the guy's... Well, Richard had the correct answer, whether you love or hate Anthony or whatever. Richard goes, yeah, I, I don't know. The, the guy's probably a racist, but what, anyways, <laughs> just like moves on. <laughs> From what? Because that's how you should respond when someone is telling you about something you don't give a fuck about. Or you're so only like, hearing one side. Yes, yeah, you're only hearing one side of so that's, you know, eight months ago, whatever. John has Richard on to do the exact same thing and is playing these videos. And Richard is like, yeah, man, he's, I, I guess he's a racist. I, I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> oh, Richard, that's all this is about. That's why I'm doing this right now. I'm just, I'm just, I'm doing this show called Hypocrisy Police Shows to again. call out <laughs> the hypocrites. That's what this is about right now, Richard. It's I, I, not I about politics right now. No, I understand, John. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you've got a lot of people that really enjoy your And I'll show. go back to that. But not yet, Richard. Yeah, now I, mean, I want to call these assholes out. <laughs> and Richard is trying to say, John, what good is that doing you? What is it proven? You were doing it before. John's acting like, finally, I'm going to address the trolls. When it's like every episode of his dumb political show, he was like, Anthony Cumi's a pedophile. I'm going to be suing Carl from Rochester. I truly don't think. That was his whole show before. I truly don't think he knows what a hypocrite is. (laughs) That's a a great point that he is the greatest hypocrite of them all. Everything that he accuses other people of doing, trashing uh mike we have a we have a super chat five dollars hold on one second uh it says please "Please read this now thank you ah okay well that's it's important to interrupt the show with that so they no no sir thank you (laughs) because it's always important thank you michael i think that's how a good show is run that the flow is completely interrupted to be like hey uh you know balls mahoney just gave us three dollars ec dub ec dub Uh, Michael Redden, thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I actually forgot my point. That's the, I'm, I'm, that's I'm getting, downfall. That's the great downfall of this bit. I was going to say I'm, I'm, I'm way too into character right now. <laughs> uh, right, what's next? Let's uh, let me see here. We got oh shit! What I hit? What did I hit? Um, By the way, if anyone's watching that could hand me my water bottle, that would be terrific. I forgot it out there. It's on the <laughs> living room table. You know, someone might actually do that. <laughs> We'll find out if that person is at their post right now. Uh, uh, nothing is getting through. And that seemed to be a common theme throughout this episode, but yep. we'll see which example this is. All right. But I know what you're saying, Richard. It's all so infantile. I get it. I just, um, I just, I just know it's that. Five bucks, Mr. Sir. <laughs> Yeah, John, uh, I just know that you know when we've we've had some really really good shows, man. Where we've been with Jit with Clint Cursor, really really good shows, and a lot of people. There's a lot of people that that's what they want. That's what they want to hear. They want to get the taste of, of you know politics. <laughs> Not listening. Uh, yeah, don't give them. Don't give into these assholes, man. 
Don't okay. give him nothing. That's what I'm doing today, so I hope you can hang around. Angie, thanks for the 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> he's acting, he's treating Richard like Richard weaseled his way onto the show. He's acting like he's stern in that Richard is stuttering, John. <laughs> here's, here's what we're doing today, Richard. And while Richard is talking, while Richard is making this truly the, the most level-headed and rational we've ever heard, a sentient point that he is making here, John's like, uh, you know, uh, Zumox Taint, thanks for the five bucks. Uh, <laughs> it's just reading super chats. It's yeah. fucking crazy. As Richard's like, you can't forget about your family. Just focus on them. <laughs> By the way, the power of this show, water in hand. What wow. a reach. All the way to my living room. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was Barry Stevens probably just walked in. <laughs> <laughs> here you go, Mikey. <laughs> uh, this one... Uh, a good way to treat a guest. Yeah, it's just the, the rude. He's the rudest guy that I've ever watched. The truly terrible person. Okay. Uh, now, I just want to make sure this is bleeped, but. Not going to happen. Oh, this is, by the way, this is the Kumia video that we played at the end of Why Are You Laughing? With no context, he is going to try to explain this to Richard. <laughs> okay. Uh, now, I just want to make sure this is bleeped. But <laughs> you know, it cracks me up. It cracks okay, me up when okay, I see yeah, it. Just, okay, here we go. Hold on, <laughs> Richard. Again, I've never seen Richard be like a decent okay. broadcaster now. until this episode. Yeah, he gets it. Where he's like, okay, John is just. He stopped talking entirely. <laughs> he's working on whatever fucking technical problems he's dealing with. So I will try to step in and make a point here. And the moment he starts talking, John's like, hey, da, 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 da. not so fast, Richard. <laughs> yeah, this next one is uh, uh, Richard checks out. Yeah, this is this is where like you it felt bad for Richard, but we're also like, how is John not picking up on that? Like I'm overly sensitive to stuff and I almost envy John. Cause if I, if I think someone is giving me a dismissive tone, I'll crumble and be like, Oh God, they, they must hate me or they're, right. they're bored or they're not having fun or they hate being on this show. Yeah. John doesn't have an ounce of that. It's beautiful. <laughs> Don't forget. I, I played you, but I'll play you again. This is the guy that was, um, that bit his girlfriend's hand and she had to call the cops and he was arrested. And, and this is the same guy that night who was drunk and lost and lost his, um, and lost his, uh, spit it out his gun. All right. I mean, which is the hip. He's a hypocrite. He's all for the first amendment yet. He can't find his gun. Hold on. Hold on. Second. You fucking first amendment. (laughs) <laughs> is that the First Amendment? Nope. That is the second. <laughs> I mean, he's all for freedom of speech, and yet where's his gun? <laughs> I always wondered why there was two A on the gun stick is on cars. He, he thinks he thinks the press should be able to do their job, <laughs> and yet his gun isn't properly locked up. <laughs> That's hypocrisy. Oh shit. Um Oh, wait, sorry. Can we hear the end of that again? I, I feel like there was uh, a Richard moment. Oh, did I? Whoops. I might have. Oh, here we go. All right. I mean, which is the hip. He's a hypocrite. He's all for the First Amendment, yet he can't find his gun. 
Are you listening? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a moment where John just is like, well, I guess I'll do this myself, Richard. <laughs> and Richard's like, yeah, I would rather that. You should be doing this yourself. I shouldn't be involved in this. Uh, imagine talking to someone you look forward to seeing after a long time, and this is how it goes. It's crazy. Yeah, Richard seemed like he missed his buddy at the beginning, and now he's like, yeah, man. And there's a lot of people like um, that Tony Michaels guy where he's like, Anth- what's what's his name there? Uh, Anthony Cuckia. I, I don't know who he is. The 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 Oswald and Anthony show. Is that what he's from? Anyone that and speaks into a microphone knows who Anthony Cumia is. I'm sick of that well, shit. But but here's the thing. That's what I was about to say is Richard, I believe, doesn't really like maybe if you said Opie and Anthony to him, he'd be like, OK, I heard of them. That was a, I, I don't know what I was doing. That was a half Richard, half I just wanted to keep talking. That sounded like but, a gay guy in Western Georgia drinking tea. Yeah, that was Richard with wood paneling in the background. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he, he might be like, yeah, I heard of them. But uh-huh. he's not like a diehard Anthony. He's, when he, Richard is genuine when he's like, John, I don't know these people. I, I don't have a comment on them. I don't care. What do you want me to say? <laughs> hey, he's a bad guy. Yeah, it looks like he had zits on his face when he was. I don't, what do you want from me? <laughs> uh, this is just called his what? Question mark. Well, this is what I was referring to earlier, where I think John and John always talks about how educated he is. And he's thinking on a different level. And this is true because uh, this is something. I didn't even know existed about old Rich Richard Ojeda. Now let me ask you, what's your ethnicity? <laughs> what's my what? Ethnicity? Are you, are you <laughs> Irish? English? Okay, listen. We've all start that over. Yep. But we've all bungled words, and I've I've stepped over myself. I'm sure already on this episode. But when you're given a second chance, and you're like, Richard. Get the wax out of your ears, please. I said ethnicity. <laughs> what is your, why are you ignoring me? Why are you dodging the question? Ethnicity. What is your ethnicity. Ethnicity, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> ethnicities, the simple ethnicities of life. Now, let me ask you, what's your ethnicity? <laughs> what's my what? Ethnicity. Are you, are, are you Irish? I'm, I'm Hispanic. You. I'm Hispanic. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Richard okay. Ojeda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, top of the morning to you. Pancho Villa. He even mispronounces it more like more Hispanic than it actually sounds. Ojeda. John reads the O. He thinks it's O apostrophe Hida. Uh, ethnicity is great. Oh yeah, but here's the thing: if John understood anything about himself, he'd be selling ethnicity shirts. <laughs> it's a great band name. Uh, I love. I love the title. Of this next one is "Why Is Richard Here?" Richard, just leave. Just fucking <laughs> X out. You know how to. You know, control all delete this window. I think Russia's attack in West Virginia. I gotta go. <laughs> just when he bring up the kids, you, you see that. Uh oh, this guy's another cook. Uh, John, I can help you with Carlin. Cardiff, you're another one. Another guy. Two seventy nine. He leaves a friend <laughs> and then trashes you. These guys have no morals. They are hypocrites. I want John. John, let this sink in. You were yelling 
at a potato on the internet <laughs> that you, he isn't the friend to you that you thought he was. The, uh, the super- a potato has left you $2.79. <laughs> and you were yelling, I thought we were friends, Cardiff. <laughs> the super chat on the screen when this clip starts is from John's gay kid. <laughs> <laughs> But John's asking for that shit. It's like, yeah, no one would make fun of his kids if he wasn't bringing them up all the time. <laughs> if he wasn't saying the best way to get people to make fun of your kids is by saying, hey, don't you dare make fun of my kids. No one knows anything about his dumb kids other than what he says. Or they say in the newspaper. But the idea, this is what Richard doesn't even realize the levels that are going on now. I mean, Richard is pissed just knowing what he knows, that he was dragged here to be a, you know, basically a, a scratching post for John to, to go to every once in a while. But Richard has no idea that John is yelling at a man who masquerades as a potato and talks about the nineties with Tukey on the internet. <laughs> John is yelling at that man saying, I thought we were friends. <laughs> Just I thought we were friends. You and I, <laughs> Just when he bring up the kids, you see that? Uh, oh, this guy's another cook. Uh, John, I can help you with Carlin. Cardiff, you're another one. Another guy, another guy that becomes your friend and then trashes you. These guys have no morals. I knew it was they you. Are hip- <laughs> he's doing the. He's pulling up his shirt again. You broke my heart once again. Doesn't seem to be, it's like the song ironic, how there's nothing really ironic in the song. John keeps saying hypocrite, and I don't think it really fits. Ah, Cardiff is here. As you may know, he pretends to be a potato, yet he uses the internet. Hypocrite! (laughs) Well, that's not what that means, John. (laughs) Hypocrites! David Alexander. But John. What? I want you to know. Giving your- on, go back. <laughs> when Richard spoke, it was almost like Disgust. God was talking to John. <laughs> what? Wait, wait, where the hell is that coming from? <laughs> thought he hit like an audio super chat. <laughs> oh, right. There's a person on my show that I've ignored. <laughs> uh, David Alexander. But John. What? I want you to know. <laughs> yes. You're giving, you're giving them an entire show. Good. Thanks for the 10 bucks. Why do you? <laughs> that is, that is a, the verbal equivalent of just holding up your middle finger yeah. and saying, why don't you am scray? <laughs> uh, this guy gave me 10 bucks. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah. That, is, that the two seventy nine that Cardiff left is more than you mean to me, Richard. Two seventy nine. Um, uh, Dave Delafiore, five dollars at Blind Mike Project. Isn't Quincy behind the paywall? It is, as a matter of fact. It's funny you should say that because uh, Patreon.com/slash Blind Mike is where you can go. Oh, can you subscribe to YouTube for God's sake? I've been asking Craig about this for a dog's age. This afternoon, I think that will be all set. I need to talk to you about things I don't know the answer to. Well, keep refreshing because maybe eventually uh, you can subscribe on YouTube. But for now, go to blindmike.net where you can find the Patreon. You can find all the free links, Apple, Spotify, what have you. 
leave uh, five star reviews there if you wouldn't mind and subscribe to YouTube. If you're watching right now on YouTube, uh, make sure you subscribe and tap the notification bell. That way weeks like this, we're a little off schedule. You'll still know exactly when we're going live and uh, it helps us with the algorithm and everything. And by the way, I would say watch that Charlie Chaplin episode. Cause boy, Nobody did, but I assure you, it's a, it's a good one. <laughs> it was very fun. I enjoyed that episode a lot. Those those old episodes get do dog shit for numbers, but I think they're some of the best episodes. Well, they so if you like why you laughing, go check that out. I feel like it's one or the other. No one listens, or everyone listens. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, blind my blind my project. Who are these socials? Why are you laughing? All the links are blindmike.net. Subscribe to the Patreon. We passed seven hundred, baby, for now. And, uh, you know, until next month. So get, get us to a number where we won't sink below it, huh? How's yeah, that sound? Come on. Blindmike.net. All right, let's continue. Uh, this one is called Great Quote. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't remember what this is. This should be interesting. Listen to Richard's advice, John. The pond scum will attack your children. Feed on your grief, grief and anger. Don't give them oxygen. Ignore them. They're not worth your time. That's what Army Major's saying. It's true, John. Piss I him. know it's true, but I'm going to do it Piss for a little him. while. Yeah, but don't give him the oxygen. Hold on, go back. That's what I want. <laughs> John is literally a 15-year-old. I like how I like how Richard's sitting there so stoic. He's like, it's true, John. Piss on him. <laughs> John, Richard has evolved into John's guardian angel at this point. I, I, where a moment ago, John was like, where's that coming from? Huh? It's true, John. Follow your truth. You don't need these people. Piss on them, John. <laughs> Rami Major's saying. It's true, John. Piss I know it's true, but I'm going to do it for a little while. Yeah, but don't give them the <laughs> oxygen. I'm telling you, they, they, don't, they don't deserve it, John. I know they don't. H-B-E, take two bucks. <laughs> I know it's true, but I'm going to do it for a little while. That was like the most it, sane thing he said, is he just at least admitted he's not listening. <laughs> it's, it's, it's such childish shit. It's amazing. You're, you're spot on, Craig, because... The man wearing the shirt that says hypocrisy doesn't see that everything he's doing is a contradiction. It's insane. <laughs> uh, let's see. This one is, uh, it's just, it's funny. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to read that one. I'll just put it up there for a second. Uh, oh, this guy's mad that you keep um, getting Trump in it, Richard. Uh, <laughs> Richard, I love watching your reactions to this. Come on, it's funny. Yeah. Fun show. Thanks for five bucks. Blink <laughs> twice, Richard, if you want to leave. <laughs> Richard has had enough. <laughs> there, I mean, there, there have been times in Iraq and Afghanistan where Richard has had far more backup and protection than he has on this fucking live stream. He's a man on an island. He's got nobody there. And he's like, what the fuck am I doing? Uh, we got a super chat from Dela, $2. Please do a Why are You Laughing on Tim Allen. We did. We sure did. What are you, nuts? Go back in the archives, baby. Yeah, that was a very early one, Tim Allen. Yes, it was. Uh, uh, super chat from Dave DeLaFiore. I don't know how to pronounce that. I know I have HIV, Army Major, but it'll clear up. <laughs> <laughs> it's extra funny when they pay for us to laugh at the jokes sure um let's see the next one is <laughs> i enjoy this one this is nikki b <laughs> this is i mean so john has been trying to justify the whole charity scheme he was running mm-hmm and i guess richard knows who this nikki b person was his chat moderator 
And John, you can hear the excitement in my voice for the topic. Richard goes even beyond that. Exhausting. They keep saying that I had a chance, a cancer charity scam. Remember, remember Nikki B? Yes, I, I know Nikki B. Sounds real. And you know that her husband had cancer. I, I did not know that. Well, he was <laughs> undergoing chemo. So I said, hey, if you want to donate in Super Chats, I'll give it to Nikki. And I did. And they're saying I had a fake ch- charity scam. And I sent her a mini iPad. And my mother sent her $100. Which <laughs> <laughs> is just like, whatever, man. Okay. <laughs> can we can we move on? Also, saying like, hey, if people online are saying, hey, John, you are claiming to be running a charity, but that's not how charity works. So you should probably look out for that. The response shouldn't be, my mother gave $100. <laughs> she has an iPad now. It's like, yeah, I don't think that cures cancer. I yeah, don't know. It, Steve Jobs did a lot of good for the world. but I think actually I those cause cancer. <laughs> I think that's what Steve Jobs died of, as a matter of fact. So. I think so. Uh, this next one is called John on his own. <laughs> well, yeah. Rich. Oh, this might be what I was talking about earlier, where uh, John has, has lost any hope for Richard participating. Trump sheep decide to go and believe it and spew it. It's like when Trump says something stupid and they all believe it. Don't worry, I can do it myself, Richard. A O Richard, you're calling somebody. I'm calling A-O. my wife. Her phone was she's missing her phone. Oh. Thanks for the time. I really I, I pray I thought for a moment we were gonna get Richard saying, I'm calling my wife to tell her I love her. <laughs> oh. This world got up in a big damn hurry. They don't need old Richard no more. <laughs> Uh, hello there, two euros. I think the Army Major deserves another medal. Hey, and that's more than $2, isn't it, Richard? <laughs> you can sell it for a little bit more than that. Uh, that's that's tough look for John, that you're so boring. He's like, yeah, I'll help my wife. <laughs> yeah, my wife's phone is missing. Meanwhile, I run shit in this house. Bitch brings me water when I need it. Snap the old fingers. <laughs> Thank you, baby, if you're still watching. I appreciate it. Um... <laughs> This one is, uh, I get it. <laughs> okay. Richard, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying you're right. I am saying that you're right. I'm, That's I'm why I took a break for seven months. You, Richard, you were right. And we were wrong. <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> He's just living fucking, Richard's the king of comedy in John's perverse world. <laughs> Richard, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying you're right. I am saying that you're right. I'm, That's I'm why I took a break for seven months. I didn't I need that. this minutia. I, I know that. that. I know that. I just, I just know, I, right now, I'm just, I'm just calling them out for the hypocrites that they are. I know that, but I mean, I'm just saying. I you get, know. don't give them air. <laughs> I get it. I, I get I just, it. But I, I'm I mad as hell, and I'm not going to take it anymore. I know that, John. I know that, John. But let me tell you. Thanks for the five bucks. Uh, does the major have any hobbies like woodworking or muscle cars? No. <laughs> Richard. He is such a dickhead. Richard, all right. I get it. Before, when I was yelling at the potato, I understand maybe I was taking it too seriously. But now, you have to understand, an ear of corn has given me $5. <laughs> You must sympathize with me a little, Richard. It's, it's none of that Euro crap. 
that's that's the other embarrassing thing about these super chats is like guys like Opie and Stuttering John are like stopping their show to be like, you know, Rusty Taint gave me forty cents. And it's <laughs> like, oh, you're a fucking millionaire, Opie. Um, well, speaking of super chats, this next one's called "You're Welcome." Okay. Oh well, hey, I did get involved. Hey, guys, some of your proceeds today will be going to help the hypocrisy police. We're Blind funding Mike, the hypocrisy police. <laughs> Blind Mike, he's a big fan of yours. Uh, I'm major. Well, thank you, Blind Mike. I appreciate that. So you even- got it, buddy. I got your back. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, if I really cared, I'd be sending a helicopter to fucking North Carolina to get Richard out of here. <laughs> Please <laughs> nuke my house. Richard, reach up. <laughs> <laughs> we got you, but we're taking you to safety. <laughs> Whoop. Mike, he's a big fan of yours. Uh, I'm major. Well, thank you, Blind Mike. I appreciate that. So even though they say don't give it air, you're getting some fans here. Thanks for two bucks. Yeah, I'm that's the reason. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> John has spun it. Mm, mwah, beautiful, John. Where you have done nothing to promote Richard on this episode. <laughs> you, you haven't. You haven't even said like. I don't think at this point in the episode he said. Like what his YouTube channel is, or how when his live show is, or anything like that, and yet he's able to spin it like, "Hey, Richard, little free promotion for it." And I'm actually, I, I almost feel bad now that I gave Richard these super chats because technically I did learn who he was from John, but now in John's mind, he's going to like hold that over Richard to be like, "Oh, for sure, you're, you're the only reason anyone. I'm the only reason anyone knows who you are, Richard." Uh, AARP Steve, $5. Richard looks like he would rather be back overseas dismantling a roadside bomb than be stuck with John any longer. <laughs> That's very funny. Uh, I'd rather be with Doc Stallings right now. <laughs> Fuck him up. <laughs> Dude, you put Doc Stallings in Afghanistan, the war would have ended in like 06. Yeah, you know, I um, I didn't realize how easy uh, super chatting was. I think I said it in the regular chat. And then a minute later, I learned like, oh, it's just fucking Google pay. It takes two seconds. I didn't realize that mm-hmm. <laughs> I should have, I had already said something about doc Stallings in the chat, but I should have asked Richard about docs just to get him involved. For God's sake. Just to hear another story that Rich, would be interrupted. If Chad and Anthony were coming after doc Stallings. How would he handle that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, let me tell you what <laughs> uh, Mike Hawk, $5. <laughs> <laughs> just cuts him off. Um, here is, uh, the Blind Mike Project tag team of Hack Ride and Blind Mike. <laughs> we had some fun. Stockton and Malone in this uh, super chat here. Here's another one. This is the guy that I think is your fan. Blind Mike, thanks for five bucks. Does Richard subscribe to the Blind Mike Project? Or why are you laughing? Or is he, or is he more of a W-A-T-S guy? I don't know what the, that means. Don't know what that means. <laughs> I, like um, that. I think John might know what Who Are These Socials is, because that's the only one where he's like, I don't know what that one is. <laughs> <laughs> he knows the other ones, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are you laughing? That He's a big fan of that. But Hack ride, five bucks. Richard's advice is spot on. Blind Mike was right about Richard, man of principle. Richard is a great guy. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm just saying, right now, I'm livid! <laughs> HPE, thanks for two bucks. You ready? Quit teaching for KB hypocrisy. First of all, first of all, Brandon's not getting, he's not getting rid of Levy. But if he did, and the money was right, and I could work with a, 
a man like Brennan, I would think about it because I like Brennan. Imagine, imagine Richard is just sitting there through this horse shit. Yeah, uh, John and Brennan in a in a super chat off every episode. <laughs> now I'm gonna read it. Neither guy is paying attention to the other one. They're just simultaneously reading super chats. <laughs> yeah. King Stevie, thanks for five bucks. Are you and Artie on better terms these days? You guys are great together. Two legends. I love Artie. We had our. All right, all right. we got we we, we had we got we we get that one. I think we're good. <laughs> What's uh, uh, what's next? We have we have two more. All right. Oh, I think we may be closing out with uh, Hack Rides Gyms here. Yes. Uh, All yeah. right. Uh, this is the Carl rumors. Oh, then we played this on uh, WATS, but worth playing again because uh, Carl uh, John absolutely agrees with something that's unsettling that I've been hearing about Carl. Let's see. Thanks, Wine Mike. Thanks for five bucks. Room suggests that Carl refused three super chests and just pockets some money. Very wood paddling of him, though. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> that sentence is utter gibberish. <laughs> Very wood paneling of him, no? And John's like, absolutely. Thanks for the five bucks. <laughs> uh, another super chat from Dave at Blind Mike Project. Thanks for today's excuse to day drink. You got it, baby. Responsibly. Crack them open, boys and girls. Responsibly, of course. Yes, always. I recommend uh, on a day like this, high fives. The um, weed seltzers. Oh, I think you meant like just walk around and high five and random streets. Give me a pal a high five out there somewhere. <laughs> no, uh, weed seltzers are, I think, a good alternative to um, booze because you keep the ritual. You keep the ritual of drinking, but it's like five milligram. Uh, so if you're if you're also a weed fan, I think it's a good alternative to drink. There's five milligrams in each can. Yeah, good. That would be a nice, cool buzz. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. A little tip for you kids out there: zero calories. You know, <laughs> a few kids I'm out sure there get high. I'm sure it's <laughs> awful for you in other ways, but yeah, <laughs> you'll find out in five years or so. Yeah. Um, this is the last one, though. Uh, oh, I think this is. <laughs> I think Heckrad did his best work, and as far as so as far as super chats go, I think this is the best one of the day, if I remember correctly. Heckrad, thanks for the five bucks. Sean, your thoughts on that fan? He tried to throw blind Mike out for laughing at a Tom Myers comedy show as a, <laughs> as a comedian. What are your thoughts? No, no, he. I would never try to throw blind Mike out for laughing at. No, I wouldn't try and throw somebody out for laughing. Would you go on King Stevie? Thanks for the five bucks. You hear that, Dad fan? Even <laughs> stuttering John wouldn't do it. John's disgusted. No, no. He threw blind Mike out. My friend. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be the next guy he yells at. He threw out Richard's biggest fan. <laughs> He's going to try to win him over so he gets all, all your money. Uh, so, yeah, all in all, it was a very bizarre day. And then John went on to have Carl on so he could yell at Chad. And then he went on. Kevin's podcast. He's mad at Kevin and Chad now. I don't know where it stands. You guys in the chat can let me know. But as far as I know, he's friends with Carl, hates Brennan and Zumach. That that's my scorecard. But it's not quite up to date because it's it's gotten exhausted. This is what I was saying to Carl the other day, where I was like, I don't know if I can keep doing it, man. And Carl, Carl was kind of like, Hey, listen, everyone's stealing my bit. But now you're in it, motherfucker. <laughs> you started talking about stuttering John. There's no out. Well, we were, we were trying to. There's no leaving. Do you understand? We were trying to just focus on Ojeda, and there was overlap. Uh, it was. I got I got in over my head, man. I didn't know what it was like. I didn't think he'd come back. I didn't think John would come back. 
I had no idea what I was doing. I was a kid. We got Daft Van and Pablo Francisco. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! All right. Uh, but yeah, uh, good, good for good for Richard joining up with his old pal, Stuttering John. We'll see if they collaborate again. And I'll, uh, I've seen Richard had a guest on recently, so I want to dive into that more. So I we'll keep an eye on that. saw someone say something about that in the chat earlier. So oh, good. good. I'll, then I'll maybe it's worth investigating. Exciting. Um, so we'll get uh, Pablo Francisco. I think is the more entertaining of the two topics we have left. Oh, for sure. But I want to get to Ashley Gavin first because I find it interesting. Um, you guys stick around for Pablo Francisco if you like just a man on the brink of insanity. If you like the bonus episode, you will love this. Oh, yeah. If you played the uh, Pablo Francisco drinking game with us where he had a meltdown, that was not a one-time incident. It's, I think it's just every day of his life. Oh, yeah. Um, but Ashley Gavin, you're not familiar with her, are you? No. Carl said, by the way, enough about Carl already. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I am trying to get out of this world. That's why we're moving to Ashley Gavin. But then I was going to say, I guess Carl covered this bitch on his podcast like a month ago. I can't escape it. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to talk about new things. Not to cut you off, but we got a super sticker from Justin Trudell. <laughs> Just my friends now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why this comment says, thanks for introducing me to stuttering John Blind Mike. <laughs> you got it, buddy. Um. Um, so Ashley Gavin, I guess, is a comedian that uh, it's very identity driven in the sense that it's it's a lot about her being a lesbian. But I do have to say, I checked out her special, the first like five or ten minutes of her comedy special on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, I, I think what I would say, and this is very mature of me, because apparently not everyone thinks like this. My diagnosis of it is it's not for me. It didn't make me laugh which is fine. I think we would have a tough time. We could probably do it. We could watch it and make fun of it. I'm sure, but it wouldn't be the easiest. She's not Tom Myers. I mean, let me amend that. Uh, she's as funny as Tom Myers. She's not that fan or someone horrible like that, you know? <laughs> yeah. So like, she's fine. She's whatever. It's not for me, which I think is fine to say about a comedian. <laughs> and what I do with that information is uh, move on with my day. I don't write her long messages. I don't make videos about how hurt I am by all of it. Um, it hasn't ruined my life in any way. I didn't love it. And I turned off the video and came to do this podcast. That was about the extent of it. Not all people are capable of doing that because some people go to her shows and this is the problem when you build an audience, not of comedy fans, but people who identify with you politically or ideologically in some way. When your audience is all people that like what you represent rather than you making them laugh, that's where you get into trouble if you're a real comedian. So um, what's our first clip here? Are we hearing from Uh, Olivia Neely? It doesn't matter. We have a super chat and we have to get to it. Oh, well, then let's interrupt what I was saying. Please tell Uh, us. uh, Tampaletic converters for five euros. Do you prefer Ray DeVito on the Shuli network or on his own? (laughs) It's a great, that's a great philosophical question that I don't know if I'm ready to answer. That's an it's, easy, that's an easy answer in my opinion. It takes people a lot of time. Where, where is their favorite Ray DeVito? That's on his, a great question. On his own. Did you watch him interview Carl? No. It was the funniest thing. <laughs> Carl's really? a guest on his show. And at one point Ray just goes, oh yeah, hold on one second. And then leaves the screen. He's gone. And Carl's just sitting there by himself. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. It's incredible. Yeah. Hack Riot tried to get me on to this Ray DeVito. And the other one that Hack Riot I think is right about is he told me to start talking about this guy, Joey C. Mm-hmm. I, it's just, I heard them talking about him. Isn't that um, Kid Rock's midget? No, no, I don't, no, no, no. I don't think so. Different guy. Is this some Italian guy who has some sort of mafia ties or something? I don't mean that then. I guess he's messaging like Kevin Brennan nonstop and John. And it's like, I, I don't know if I want that on my plate. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if I, if it's worth making fun of him for a day to have him in my life. That's the, that's the issue, but he's not wrong. He is an interesting character. That guy. Um, before you continue, we got another super chat here oh, from right. magnesium linoleum. I'm behind on the live feed, but thanks for the live Sunday show. It brightened an otherwise rainy day for me. Aww. Yeah, we have a severe tornado warnings in Massachusetts. Oh, so uh, I was like, oh, there's a good chance my window smashes while we're doing the show. Yeah, I actually was right in the in like the tornado alley <laughs> that they were saying. And I was like, it's just not going to happen. Why is everyone yeah. freaking out? Fuck them. Fuck them. This Craig's house is electrocuted. <laughs> my, my, that was two days ago. That was two days ago. <laughs> Um, All right, let's get into this Ashley Gavin. So what's the first video? Are we seeing for, hearing from this uh, Olivia Neely character? This is from the the lady that went to see her. Yeah, so this Olivia Neely is apparently uh, has some sort of TikTok following. She has like 14,000, which on TikTok I think is like having eight Twitter followers. Uh, I don't know if 14,000 really means anything on TikTok, but yeah. she's got some kind of an audience, I guess. Yeah. So she went to an Ashley Gavin show, and this is what I'm talking about when your fan base is not comedy fans, but people who identify with you politically, I think Olivia Neely kind of puts that all into perspective for us. Sorry, guys, this is about to be kind of a serious topic. Um, okay, hold on. And- that should never be. I went to a comedy show, guys. So <laughs> obviously, strap in because this is going to get deep here. Kind of contemplating whether or not I wanted to talk about it publicly or not, but I do feel like it's important to talk about um, because um, I went to a comedy show this last Saturday here in Indianapolis to see a comedian that I really enjoyed and um, was a you big fan of You notice I was talking in the past um, tense with everything. Yeah, everything already happened. I, I enjoyed her. I used to, I used to really respect her, but not... Can you imagine? Now, if you're just watching this, you guys have no context. I haven't told you what happened yet. Obviously, you're thinking Ashley Gavin, like, got off the stage and fist fought this woman. Like, it was a a truly traumatic experience. Or maybe she, like, molested her. Like, it's got it's to be pretty serious to be speaking in these tones about a comedy show. Right. Uh, super chat from Justin. Uh, did Mike cover D-Hop to the Titans yet? <laughs> Not, no. No. You see, you see the issue, folks, when you interrupt with these super I had, I had to get to it immediately. <laughs> uh, well, that's a bummer that he's going there. Anyway, back to this lady. All right. Until I actually went to her show. I was such a fan of this comedian that I bought two VIP meet and greet tickets. Um, so that way um, I could, you know, meet her and shake her hand and... Um, hey, never meet your heroes. My kids. friend and I, we ended up getting there. We had the best seat in the house. I was so looking forward to this. Mind you, this oh, was two whoa, days whoa, after. Whoa. The best uh, seat in the house. That's interesting. Does that mean you sat in the front row at a comedy show? 
That's interesting. It would be labeled Splash Zone if it was SeaWorld. Yeah, that's a little interesting that you chose to sit in the front row at a stand-up comedy show. Well, obviously, sir, I hope no one interacted with you because that would be truly horrible and traumatic. Very traumatic. Um, one of the more stressful nights um, with my dog, and I was so Don't excited. Don't bore us, lady. Like, Get to the fucking chorus. Jesus. Because I need to just laugh. Like, I need to have a good, relaxing time and just laugh. So she starts getting the crowd riled up before the opener. She comes out and tells us to not hold back and to just laugh and be loud. At one oh, point, can I time, say this she... about Ashley Gavin? This is where, again, I don't know enough of Ashley Gavin's stuff to know if she's really funny at all, but this is where comedians like her are in some kind of prison. Because the whole, her spe- this is in her special that I was watching. She repeatedly, in the first five minutes, multiple times tells the audience, come on guys, don't hold back on me. Come with me here to the point where she has to start with a nine 11 joke. <laughs> like she opens with nine 11 material to get them to be, Hey, I'm going to say some shit here, guys. Will you fucking grow up for a minute and come on the journey with me? <laughs> so to her credit, to Ashley Gavin's credit, she goes out of her way to like ready her audience for like, I know you're a bunch of, pussies like that's who i've bred here in the audience just kind of let your hair down for a fucking minute will you uh dd88 five dollar super chat we need to get to it uh i live i live near logan airport we definitely had a tornado hit my town a few years ago stay safe guys great show that is important it's important to announce on the show that we do have listeners near logan airport so in case you guys are ever flying into boston and need a place to stay Mm mm-hmm uh, hit up DD because he's he's got you covered. Yep, that's uh, misgendering. That is definitely a lady. Okay, did I say him? Yep. I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> that is the 1%. I look at the numbers and uh, 1% of the audience for the Blind Mike Project is female, apparently. Yeah, so go, that's fun. Please go tell your friends. <laughs> uh, Talks about abortion and, of course, whoa! I'm loud. Just like she requested. Um, I guess I was. Now, now she's in like a seen... hostage negotiation with this lady. Like, <laughs> you know. all right, I'll be. You want me to be loud? I'll be loud. But I'm not going to love it. Do I have to? Uh... I'll, I'll, I'll yell for abortion, which is a weird compromise to make. <laughs> Supportive. Next thing I know, um, she looks me dead in the face and the crowd is silent. And she tells me that I am the most annoying fan. Whoa, hold on a second. Back that up if you wouldn't mind, because that's quite an interesting leap to make. Jesus. Out of nowhere. So you did nothing, Olivia. You did absolutely nothing. You're sitting there minding your own business. Ashley Gavin looks at you and says, you are annoying. (laughs) I've never been to a comedy show like that. I wasn't there. I can't speak to how true any of this is. But I would find it extremely unusual if a an audience member was sitting there uh, laughing when she was supposed to, clapping when she was supposed to, being silent when she was supposed to. And the comedian looked at her and said, hey, lady, fuck you. <laughs> That'd be a little odd for a comedy show, but she elaborates. I guess I was thinking I was being supportive. Next thing I know, um, she looks Next me dead in the that's face. That's another way, but that's a fun way of saying I don't want to give you all the details because I'll kind of look bad. So let's skip ahead. Uh, real quick, urgent. I come bucket super chat. Urgent, he says. I had steak nachos. They were over seasoned. 
Now that's interesting. Folks at home, if you could picture um, while you're watching this, as we break down this Ashley Gavin controversy, just know that Icon Buckets did in fact have, was it steak nachos? Was that it? Yep. Steak nachos over season. That's a real problem. And I feel bad for him. Yeah. Try to put yourselves in that frame of mind. That is important to know going forward. So let's hear more from Olivia Neely. The crowd is silent, and she tells me that I am the most annoying fan that she has ever had come to one of her shows. I can see that. Immediately after that. That's great, Olivia, I gotta say. Based on your story, that is insane. (laughs) Because according to you, you haven't interacted with Ashley Gavin yet. Tells me to go. Based on this story, Olivia Neely took her seat. Ashley Gavin came out and was like, hey, you, I think you're annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I suspect that's not how it happened, but that's what Olivia said. Mm. Unalive myself. Oh, you got to go back. You got to go back. Are you familiar with the phrase unalive, Craig? I am. It's it's, uh, the new way. It was the safe way of telling people kill themselves on Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's nauseating. It's how people on TikTok say they're suicidal. So I guess, like, suicide isn't a real problem anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's gone away because you can't say it anymore. So that must mean it doesn't exist, apparently. Um, so I guess this Ashley Gavin told Olivia to kill herself. Now, again, if Olivia's story is true, that's wild. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? You're just going to see, pick a comedian, Craig. Jim, how about Jim Gaffigan? Sure. You're going to see Jim Gaffigan. He walks out on stage. You're like, I know this guy. He's been on Netflix and Amazon. He has some hilarious specials. He talks about food and the Pope. It's very fun. And he walks out. And he randomly looks at Craig and says, you should kill yourself. <laughs> now, that would be spooky accurate, but completely unnecessary. <laughs> like, I, you're right, Olivia. That's insane genuinely and listen to every level of what i'm saying here olivia what you are saying is truly insane are you spying on me (laughs) dead in the face and the crowd is silent and she tells me that i am the most annoying fan that she has ever had come to one of her shows immediately after that she tells me to go unalive myself and I, Ooh. jokingly, and I did. but also very seriously, was like, I already oh, have. Now, uh, hypocrisy police, are you in my neighborhood? <laughs> woo, woo, woo. <laughs> I jokingly, but also not at all joking. <laughs> and I, jokingly, but also very seriously was like, I jokingly, but also extremely self-indulgent and angry. (laughs) I already have. She proceeds. Her joke back. Her joke back to her was, I already have. Are you a ghost? Olivia? Ooh. Ooh. Spooky. Imagine the luck of that. So, so far, here's what we have. Ashley Gavin walks out on her own show. Sees a lady being totally respectful, says, uh, you're annoying and you should kill yourself. And the woman responds, I already have. <laughs> if I'm next to her in the audience, I'm like, hey, guys, what's what's going on here? <laughs> what is this? Do you two know each other or what's happening? Um, for the third time this episode, Justin Trudell has sent more money to the show. Please stop sending money, Justin. <laughs> it's a super sticker. <laughs> to tell me 
to go unalive myself over and over and over again. All of a sudden, there's just this pit in my stomach. And I mean, I don't know how many people were there. Probably like it was a sold out show. So between probably three and five hundred people. And I'm in front of everyone. And she's telling me to go unalive myself, which I've struggled with my mental health my whole life. Like this is like a serious like. Oh, well, obviously, Ashley got the note that everyone submits before the show where it says, have you attempted suicide before? And Ashley reads all of those. And then obviously she picked you out because you were the only person that has ever had suicidal thoughts. Right. So so she said, you, I am going to choose for this bit. Like, this is fucking ridiculous. You shouldn't be at a comedy club, ma'am. We're not even that is if that's troubling to you, like. I've been suicidal in my life. If someone told me to kill myself, it wouldn't drive me to do it. That's not what makes you do those things. We're not even halfway through this friggin' video yet. <laughs> it's crazy. Feel I mean, how chest- self fucking self self righteous is this? <laughs> getting tight, my stomach getting in a knot, and I just feel the tears welling up behind my eyes. And I look at my friend, and I'm like, we, Emily, we. I can't be here. As quietly as I could, do I, I have to kill myself walk. now? <laughs> she told me to the, do it. The comic lady told me to kill myself. Does that mean I have to do it? Some uh, you're gonna get a lot of this shit from Matt Reif shows. I bet. How so? It's gonna be people that have never actually been to a real comedy oh, show. Yes, great point. That's what I, I. That's actually the example I thought of earlier. Like I, or he's the guy that I thought of when I was saying you build your audience off TikTok. And Matt Rife, I'll give Matt Rife this. He, I think, does a good job of at least letting you know a little bit of who he is. Correct. And maybe that's why he has in that intro that cringy, like, let's see who gets offended. I think that's much like this Ashley Gavin being like, hey, guys, come with me on this journey. That's these TikTok comedians saying, like, all right, I know all the fans I have are children. <laughs> But I, as an artist, would like to do some adult material. So please, for the love of God, grow up and come with me on this journey I'm about to take you on. And meanwhile, this Olivia Neely is like, does that mean I have to kill myself? No, No, these are not hard and fast rules she's laying out, Olivia. You can leave. if you. That was the right move to get up and leave. Definitely. Posting this video was the wrong move. Correct. the ultimate walk of shame in front of this entire crowd that I just got like mortified in front of. And I just walk out with my head down. When I get outside, the server, our server comes outside and apologizes to me. She said and- our server like it was, and President Joe Biden is on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 I, you know, this made massive news, so much so that our server saw me on the way out and wanted a tip. So she was like, hey, sorry about that. No self-reflection that maybe the server saw uh, a hysterical lady with some sort of following online is yeah. going to make a video such as this one. Guys, get this. The server did her job. That's how insane. That's what a madhouse this was that night. That the server wasn't rude to me. (laughs) Offers to see if she can find us free tickets for a different show. And I mean, how sweet of her. My friend. Don't take her up on it, Olivia. I got to say, you're the type of person 
that comedians might want to kill themselves. Yeah, next week. Stuff. Yeah, next week uh, we got free tickets. We're going to see Rich Voss. <laughs> <laughs> and I gotta tell you, I'm excited to sit right in the front row. Right in I the think front. He's got a lot of interesting perspectives. <laughs> he's a father. Maybe I can chime in with some of my takes on parenting. <laughs> that would be too funny. Look out after myself because we didn't want to cause a huge scene. We were trying to be quiet about it. Um, and she. Yeah. So we said, okay, fine. We'll, we won't make a fuss about it if you give me two tickets to see Big J Oakers. Fine. <laughs> You've got yourself a deal. Dice as is long as we can be in the front again. Imagine if she got the uh, do you fuck your daughter treatment that Dice does. <laughs> 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 Tells me that um, Ashley Gavin had in front of everybody told her, oh, I'll, I'll comp the tickets, blah, blah, blah. And Emily's like, boy, what a cold bitch this Ashley Gavin is, huh? Yeah. Ashley Gavin, what a cunt. Saw you were upset and said, hey, it's on me, kid. Here's your money back. What a what a filthy whore this lady is. Yeah. Oh, boy. I didn't even know who you were. I'm here for my friend. And my friend wanted to see you so bad that she got VIP meet and greet tickets. And she was really excited to see you. And then she told me that she said, and your jokes weren't that funny. And then. Ah, so you're insulting. (laughs) So you're heckling. So you're, Ah. you know, getting exactly what you deserve from what I'm putting together. We heckled the comedian, made it about us and left. (laughs) (laughs) And for some reason, we didn't have a very good time. It was weird. (laughs) Multiple tables of people booed her on the way out. I get that comedy wait, is wait, wait. supposed. When are you? Yeah, the, no. That so your complaint here is not only does Ashley Gavin have a problem with you guys, according to your numbers, three to five hundred people who don't know each other all came together to say, "Boo! Get out of here, ladies! Beat it! Hit the bricks! Tell your story walking!" And you're like, "I mean, we were right." <laughs> and these all these people were wrong they were, that's an amazing again i am envious of that level of unawareness about yourself this lady was definitely crying looking down walking out everyone's booing her is more <laughs> more likely what happened it's amazing i've seen it before i saw it in an ari shafir show once where uh a woman like got up and yelled about a joke and he went back and forth with her for a little bit and uh she's arguing with him and then we all start, like, the crowd starts, like, booing and yelling, you know, shut the fuck up, that sort of thing. And finally, Ari points out to her, like, hey, we were at the Wilbur Theater. <laughs> He's like, hey, you see how there's 1,200 people here telling you to shut your mouth? <laughs> that doesn't tell you that you're in the wrong? Like, everyone here thinks you are wrong. And again, that's my message to this lady, is 500 people said, like, boo, shut up. <laughs> And you're like, I mean, guys, can you believe it? No. Yes, we can. You seem annoying. She thinks that they were booing uh, the comedian. Uh, no, they were. I think they were booing the girl on the way out. Oh, That's I thought I, I thought she thought they were booing the comic for her comments. Uh, let's go back. I could be wrong. Let's go back. That's what we need is more of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How long is it? How much longer is this? Uh, two more minutes. Oh, God. We'll wrap it up. We'll we'll clarify this and then go move on to the next one myself because we didn't want to cause a huge scene we were trying to be quiet about it 
Um, and she tells me that um, Ashley Gavin had, in front of everybody, told her, oh, I'll, I'll comp the tickets, blah, blah, blah. And Emily's like, I didn't even know who you were. I'm here for my friend. And my friend wanted to see you so bad that she got VIP meet and greet tickets. And she was really excited to see you. And then she told me that she said, and your jokes weren't that funny. And then multiple tables of people booed her on the way out. Oh, yeah, okay. They booed okay. the friend. Gotcha. 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 Yeah. So you guys get the gist of it. There's a, a, a there's more to that. Apparently she didn't get a, enough self-indulgence out there. Um, so can we hear that? We have found the tape of uh, Ashley Gavin. Is that right? The, from the, the jokes in question. The uh, audio from the show. Yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, Mark with the super chat, I have to get to it. Five bucks. Oh, please. Of course. Uh, Dat fan told Ashley Gavin that she was an incel and to kick her out. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ladies incels? You're going to want to get out of here. He, he, he might be right because it was before the show started. Mm. All right. Let's see. Uh, um, so this is audio from the incident. that It's a little confusing because there's a lot of like bleeps and shit that I guess you can't say on TikTok. But this is the best we could do, just to provide a little context. I had an abortion. I say again, I I'm only hearing this audio. That reaction tells me it's not the first time she's had to tell this woman to stop yelling. You can hear her in the back, like, real faint, going like, yeah! Like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, this hit a boiling point, I assume. Now, if this is Olivia's first interaction with Ashley, if she yelled once and Ashley had this reaction, I'm still kind of on Ashley's side, but maybe Olivia has more of a point. But it's just interesting where the tape starts, where we only get to hear this part of it. Kill yourself. That was the most virtue signaling piece of dog shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Don't pull that on me. That was Good for her. This is where here's here's what I thought happened. Well, we'll get to the apology, which I might be right. But I think what Ashley is trying I think Ashley, whether you find her funny or not, I think she's a real comedian, it seems like. Seems so. Because she I think she wants to do real material and a lot of it is about her being a lesbian or whatever, but like, I think she wants to be a real comic and is coming to the realization. Ah, fuck. My audience is all children that have been taught to be offended by everything. Like legitimately you, this generation was taught to be offended by all these things. Like when you hear the word cunt for the first time, Whoa. you're the first time you ever heard that word your reaction is not, oh, God, I can't move on with my day. I'm terribly offended. No, your reaction is like, that's a fun word. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> you have to learn what that word is, and then people tell you, and it's usually your parents saying, hey, that's a very bad word, or teachers saying, hey, you don't say that. And throughout time, people learn to be offended by things. So what you just heard in that video with Olivia is her learning Oh, I'm supposed to be offended because the comedian said, kill yourself. Context means nothing where we're hearing Ashley Gavin say like, you are a privileged, annoying audience member. 
<laughs> Please stop what you're doing. And that point isn't getting into Olivia. <laughs> so he's just mocking her. That's kind of I, funny. <laughs> I have no, I have no issue with that. Like you would expect Michael Richards at the Laugh Factory, the way Olivia was talking, where it's like I was victimized. She told me to kill. Do you think any of that was real? No. Now, here's the problem that Ashley Gavin gets into with her audience: is I went through a lot of these videos. We have one uh, reaction video in a minute, but there was one video where the girl was like. I think she was referencing uh, the Michelle Carter case, uh, my friend Michelle Carter, because she was like, and you know, there, there's, there are legal ramifications now where if that girl went home and killed herself, Ashley Gavin is, is culpable. It's like, no, no, she isn't. She's at a fucking comedy show. The uh, comic jokingly said, kill yourself. There are no legal ramifications or got, Please, God, don't let there be, because that's very dangerous mm-hmm. for podcasters or comedians or anyone to have that sort of influence over what people do. But that's also like one of the funniest things you can yell at someone that's doing that. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Kill yourself. It's <laughs> terrific. I, I enjoy it. Uh, so can we hear Ashley's apology now? Ugh, yeah. This is where I'm at. Ashley, I was in. I was all the way in, baby. But this is rough. This is where she should have said, you know, she's a comedian that pushes boundaries. Yeah, <laughs> the Shane Gillis thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, everybody. I'm making this video to address something that happened at a show of mine recently in Indianapolis. Uh, if you're familiar with my work, you know that sometimes I include audience interaction uh, and crowd work in my show. And typically it's very fun. In this particular interaction, I let my emotions get the best of me. Oh, Ashley, (laughs) what are you doing? I mean, you're clearly joking and everyone from the sound sounded like they were still laughing when you said it. No one seemed to have a problem with these two ladies and other people that piled on on TikTok because they want the same recognition that this woman's getting. This is where it's an unwinnable war where Ashley is going to try and maintain these fans with this apology. That's going to do nothing for them. And here's, the difference between what Ashley Gavin and Matt Reif have done versus Bo Burnham and John Mulaney, because Bo Burnham and John Mulaney built up an audience with a similar type of crowd, a lot of young girl kids in general, but like young girls kind of glommed onto them. And then you look at Mulaney and Bo had a similar incident where he had a controversy in his life. And these people turn on you fucking immediately. The moment you you step out of line. Okay. Now the difference is John Mulaney and Bo Burnham are brilliant, like yeah. they're true. They're generational yeah. talents, so they're able to transcend. Like they don't need that audience to stick with them. It's nice if they do, but they're not beholden to buy it. Right. Ashley Gavin might be, and she's at least in her mind she is clearly because she's clinging to it for dear life in this apology video way overreacted to an audience member's interaction. I have been a comedian for almost 10 years. I know that I could have done better. Uh, I should have done better. You did perfect. And I want to be super clear about this. You don't need to respond to this. I don't know how big this got on TikTok. I saw a lot of videos about it. 
So in Ashley's world, I'm sure it was massive. But I got to think if you just ignored it for three days, it goes away. A thousand percent. I didn't hear about it. No, I mean, very few people heard about it. I heard it. I heard a couple of comedians mention it. I haven't heard anyone do like a deep dive into it or anything. Scion Z didn't cover it, so it's not that big in the comedy world. <laughs> if you if Unique didn't cover it. Yeah, yeah, Unique. What sorry. are we really doing here, folks? <laughs> Actually, that's when you should be worried is when Unique gets a hold of it. I forgot he changed his name. Yes. <laughs> I took it way too far, and I am so so sorry. No, you're not. You're not sorry, Ashley. You'll tell someone again in your comedic career to kill themselves. Don't apologize for it. It's fine. You don't mean it. No one thinks you do. And sometimes maybe you do. Maybe you don't give a fuck if she, if that lady kills herself. And that's, I gotta be honest with you, that's fine too. Who gives a fuck? I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't know the lady. If she was in my life, I'm sure I'd care very much. But it makes no difference in my day. That's what the internet has fooled people into thinking that these people care about each other. I hope she... It's like John with Cardiff. John is literally yelling, Cardiff, I thought we were friends. None of these people are your friends. Ashley Gavin isn't your friend. I'm not your friend. Well, I'm some of your friends because I don't have... A, Drew Peeballs is my friend now, but... That's you true. Know, I don't have a lot, but some of these other people. It would be great if in this video she was like, I hope she takes her last breath. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, Richard? <laughs> I have been thinking a lot about this. No, you haven't. Well, and maybe. I don't take it lightly. If you're familiar with mm -hmm. my stand-up, you know that I discuss my I'm own not. mental health struggles, and you may also know that I lost my cousin. And the don't, reason that dude, I Ashley, what are you doing? Oh boy, you're making this too real. No one thinks you want people to kill themselves willy-nilly. No, that's not a, that's not a person. People aren't like that. I'm just no pumped. one thought that of you. I'm just pumped she yelled, kill yourself, not unalive yourself. Oh, God. Unalive. Unalive yourself. Who's that fooling, by the way? Nobody. Who knows the English language and is like, oh, 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 you just said unalive yourself. See, you don't mean like suicide. What? You do? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the Carlin thing where it's like making things long. I, that's not even making it longer. Suicide, unalive, it's literally the same amount of syllables. But it's like changing these words to make them kinder. The, it's the same action. Man. Putting a fucking gun in your mouth. doesn't matter what word or, or traits you put around it. See what happens? It's, it's the same thing. That's what happens when you mess with the Chinese government. They put a bunch of bullshit restrictions on their apps, and then you have to deal with them. I, I guess. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Talk about these issues in my stand-up is because I know how painful and isolating it can be, and I am trying specifically to break down those feelings of isolation. But in this audience interaction, I did not bring the care that I usually bring to the topic. Shut up. Ashley, what are you doing? Oh, my God. <laughs> the care that I usually... This is the worst when comedians... And we joked about the Gillis apology, but it's a lesson that he learned with that apology where it's when you treat yourself like this high and mighty artist, you're doing your, your craft a disservice. If you do think it's an art form, you're doing it a disservice by saying I should have treated it with more. No, no, no. That's what comedy is. It's tr trial and error. You throw shit out there and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. And it sounded like in that room it was working, except for with these two ladies that got up and left. At least one. One just sounded like she had her friends back. So yeah, I, yeah, you got to yeah. erase her from this equation, I think. That's fair. And who has also felt that pain. And for that, I am deeply, deeply sorry. Oh, don't do this. 
my behavior had the opposite effect of everything that I'm trying to do with my work. And I hold myself to a really high bar. I missed that bar in Indianapolis, and I'm going to do better for myself, for <laughs> oh you, my God. for anyone who ever comes. Uh, this is terrible. And with your vote this November, America, <laughs> it's literally a fucking politician's speech. I don't mean to interrupt the show, but I come buckets with a super chat says, I didn't say Mike was gay, but he is unstraight. Well, I don't have kids. That's all you've, that's all you've got on me. I come buckets. <laughs> To my shows again and to those of you who've reached out to me with support because you know where i stand on this issue you know my heart and you know that i want to be held accountable imagine rich voss saying this word for word <laughs> i don't know why we keep mentioning voss but it is a funny example well, I, I just figured i would stay away i'll keep the through line brought him up earlier but i like, missed the bar i uh <laughs> i wasn't thinking of anyone else he's feeling what's that say bonnie make that bigger what's that say <laughs> i'm really really grateful for your support and if you don't know much about my work and you're hearing this for the first time i hope you can feel my sincerity Imagine how insane that would be and how you are never going to an Ashley Gavin show. If this is your first introduction, if this is the comedian I've heard about. She's very lucky. Why is she so sad? She was one phrase away from becoming a mortal enemy, I think. And if she said, if you're unfamiliar with my craft, I think I would have went nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But that was the end there. All right. Now. Here's uh, can we can we play some of the other the reactions from other people? That was in, the last uh, one that you sent me, right? In this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So people, of course, pile on on TikTok. And this is probably another long one, so we don't have to play all of it. But I just wanted to give you a little perspective into like what this world is. Because like I said, when, I, when we started uh, Who Are These Socials, we played something about Bo Burnham where it's like this, where there's this community where it's like trying to expose him as a racist. And it, <laughs> you, build, you build no credit with these people. You build no credibility. There's never, and when I say credit, I mean like a credit system where it's like, hey, I've liked this person for X number of years and I like these things they've did and they've gotten me through these hard times and, uh, you know, I was able to listen to them when, to distract myself in these moments. So I'm going to give them a pass the one time I don't agree with them on something. That, that never happens with this particular TikTok community. And uh, here's an example. Ashley Gavin, oh my fucking god! I have never been so embarrassed. <laughs> every girl, every fucking girl has a nose ring. Every oh, oh my fucking god! I've never been so embarrassed. <laughs> Ashley Gavin, oh my fucking god! I have never been so embarrassed to have been a fan of someone in my entire fucking life. I have been watching your videos. Why would for you so- be? Why would you ever be embarrassed to be a fan of someone? Do you know how many people Ashley Gavin could have won over if she was like, uh, no, go, go kill yourself. I mean it. <laughs> embarrassed to be a fan. Like, do you think the day after Hannibal Burris is set in Philly, people were going up to Cosby fans like egg on your face, huh? <laughs> Oof, a tough day for you. <laughs> Like, what? No. Long. I don't give a fuck. I'm not my son. Uh. You have been my comfort creator for years, but you are no longer. Whoa, yeah, we gotta go back. What is whoa, that term? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Comfort what is that term? Comfort creator. <laughs> whoa. For so long. You have been my comfort creator. Comfort creator. What is that like a, a 
<laughs> Imagine how troubling it would be if I referred to Jim Norton as my comfort creator. Or if you got like a seeing eye comedian. <laughs> uh, when he talks about monster rain, I feel safe. Yeah. For years, but you are no longer a safe person for me, and I am going to tell you why. Over time, I have noticed that you've gravitated towards a point where your only way of interacting with hecklers or people in your crowd is by directly insulting them. You will make yes. jokes about somebody having Tourette's, and you'll just keep you going. You don't. You shouldn't be interacting with her at all. It's not a back and forth. That's what she just said. She said hecklers too. Yeah, yeah, we're part of the show. This is where crowd work is fucking up comedy. Where people and Nate Bergazzi's been saying it for months. He's like, guys, you are teaching people that they are part of the show. That this, like, hey, where, where who's who are you with? Is that your mom? That's your daughter. That is ruining shows now because people think, hey, we're part of it. I don't know what exactly else to say on the phrase comfort creator, but I know for a fact we're not spending enough time on that. <laughs> my comfort creator. Patrice O'Neill was my comfort creator. Yeah. When he, when he felt, when he would talk about uh, how hoes just need to, you know, take a back seat and fillet their man and respect them. I felt safe. Well, not to bring this to a screeching halt, but BJ with the super chat, five bucks. Uh, I'm so Corville, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, probably. <laughs> I'll see you in court. Uh, I'm so entrenched in the dabble verse. You two, when Ojeda involved, bust me up more than any other. His wife thinks I'm crazy. Don't stop. My belly hurts. <laughs> I added. <laughs> I you, I added my belly hurts to that. <laughs> my belly hurts. Uh, thank you, buddy. Uh, but let's let's hear more of this psycho. Going and going and going and putting them in the fucking spotlight. You'll poke jokes at someone about having autism. You have now told multiple people to kill themselves. Funny. And I've seen multiple my videos. God. Oh, jeepers. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, folks, this weekend, troubling statistics in every city Ashley Gavin has been in. <laughs> suicide is up 800%. <laughs> That'd be great. She's like the Grim Reaper for fucking chai latte drinking idiots. <laughs> However, the rope and stool business is thriving in all of these communities. So, pros and cons. Where you legitimately could have outed somebody. As a queer person, you should know that just because two women are sitting next to each other doesn't mean that they're secretly fucking and that you need to talk about what? it. What? Because what? what did we get here? Whoa, what? Where is this going? Uh, lady, I think you might have some issues. Are you upset that I don't have your phone number? <laughs> yeah, I think I think you have to figure out something about yourself. I don't know how that got brought up. Jesus. But this is this is where Ashley is in trouble because her this is what her audience thinks of her. They're like, hey, queer lady, get in line. <laughs> hey, gay. <laughs> Listen here, Mo, get in your place. All right? It's these accepting people, these very progressive accepting people have put Ashley into a gay box of some kind. Don't worry. They refuse to let her out of. I also just want to let everyone know that's watching. Pablo Francisco right around the corner. We're going we're gonna to get back that's to the why funny. Are you bored with this? No. We'll get we'll get to Pablo. No, this is making me feel more angry than I know the next thing is more funny. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Those people could very easily be closeted, and you have absolutely no fucking right to publicly <laughs> no fucking talk, right. talking about. Where, how did we get here? I feel like her language is way more offensive than anything Ashley Gavin said. 
<laughs> imagine, imagine if this was someone's defense of you, like out in the schoolyard, you were getting bullied, and this lady just comes up and is like, "Hey, they might be gay." <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, excuse me. Uh, real follow up question: What about me gives off that vibe? Because I need to change it. <laughs> How did that even come into play? No one was talking about sexuality. The, the argument was about telling this lady to kill herself, and they're like, "Hey." Who knows if they're gay or not? It's like, well, I think you might have some issues you got to work out. Talk to the therapist now. And all of these things have happened more than once. So you should know by now, if you hear someone make a weird noise, just fucking don't say anything. These are genuinely. Yeah, yeah. If people yeah. Are, yes, yes, absolutely. If people are yelling at your show, just fucking go with it. Yeah, let if them. Some guys uh, jingling his keys and singing the Macarena, then who cares? That's work around it. I know you go up at open mics and all this stuff and you make an ass out of yourself just to get the jokes to where they need to be to go on tour for all of us. But if you hear a single noise and you address it, I'm out on you. Fuck you. Yeah. Just go to, just go to any comedy show and start singing Gagnum style. And when the comedian reacts, it's their fault. <laughs> yeah. People that look up to you and that just makes it so much worse. Like imagine your idol commenting on your fucking appearance or joking about something that is obviously something that you would be sensitive. I just want to say, uh, she's not particularly active on Twitter, but like I have more followers on Twitter than Ashley Gavin. So if she's anyone's idol, (laughs) well, well, I I should be leading more people. If that's the case, that's right. (laughs) A super chat is if I'm your idol (laughs) money will start raining in. I think everyone left. (laughs) People have left your shows feeling like shit, Ashley. And you just, you keep doing the same fucking thing over and over again. It's a- How often does she see her perform? Yeah, yeah. This is, well, I think we're done with it. This is getting a little repetitive, but it's just like, what, why, why, what is this pent up anger? Why were you already angry at Ashley Gavin? This is like those people that would leave Yelp reviews, but like in person. It's people that would leave Yelp reviews for a restaurant they've heard bad things about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. This isn't someone who went to an Ashley Gavin show and was offended. She's offended for this lady who she's never met, <laughs> who is apparently gay, I guess. I don't know how that came up, but. Go, Jesus Christ. Uh, Got to interrupt you here. Uh, David Chandler, super sticker. Oh, this guy's good. Super sticker, 50 bucks. David Chandler, you're the man. Thank you, buddy. What a nice this guy. guy. I don't know where he gets his money. But we should find he's, out. He's in everyone's. He's in, no. We, I don't need to find out. I don't want to know. It's better off not knowing. But he's in everyone's chat. He's given out a lot of money. So we appreciate you, David Chandler. What a hell of a guy. <laughs> um, All right. Should we move to uh, Pablo Francisco? Hell yeah. By the way, I should have said this earlier in the show. The uh, the chapters or whatever you do, the timestamps that helped everyone. People liked that last week. So make it make a note. Let's make sure to do that. Oh week. yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's only three segments. That'll be yeah. Easy. I'll be able to skim through it and find it. Yeah. Um. But moving on to Pablo Francisco. So if you subscribe to the Patreon, blindmike.net, um, we did a Why You Laughing bonus episode about the Pablo Francisco meltdown, and that was very fun. Mm-hmm. But we thought he was like stuck in some loop of impressions because of drug use. We thought he was like fucked up or something. And I will say that was probably uh, the reason for his collapsing on stage. It was probably more symptomatic of that. But I don't think the impression loop was a singular event. Or he's still stuck in it. Or, or yeah, or it, it was a traumatic event that he's been stuck in forever. 
because he was on a podcast a couple of weeks ago with a this guy. It's it's called the Kite Club, which I mean, say that five times fast, and you're in a tricky area. Nope. You're on a very good show. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I get the host name is like John Kite or something like that. And uh, I guess they're they're old pals. And Pablo was on it, and uh, I've heard mention of this, and I felt like I had to check it out, and it didn't disappoint. Yeah, I was going to say, if you do want to play a drinking game of some kind now, just drink every time he does, like, the movie guy voice. It's it's wild, and it's, by the way, with streaming services, I would say anyone under 30 doesn't know what he's doing. No. Like that voice doesn't exist anymore. That's not the in a world guy hasn't existed in at least 15 years, I would say. Yeah, is he I haven't been to the movies in a while. I assume it's not there anymore. No, I mean you I guess you get the maybe he's just doing a generic deep voiced man, but it's no. still well, we will hear. It. Let's enough enough dilly-dally here. Let's just get into it. Yeah, this is a uh, uh natural intro. Very very natural. This is always how people communicate. And the comedic timing on this Pablo Francisco, he hasn't lost a step since the Comedy Central days. And we have one of my favorite people in the world, a special guest today, Mr. Pablito. Pablito. Pablo Francisco in the building. I'm working on a boat. I work on a boat here. He was just cleaning the studio and I said, you want to stay? Yeah, you don't why not? I'm going to go in there and some gum. (laughs) (sighs) He's he's, He's insane. This is like the ramblings of a homeless man. He just comes in and he says he's cleaning the boat. Okay. I am I am cleaning the boat. What? I just <laughs> introduced you as my good friend. <laughs> I said, this is a guy I like and respect a lot. For some reason, you're pretending to be a, a, an immigrant cleaning a boat. What, what's happening? <laughs> I, uh, this, the, ne- the title of the next video, I remember it being too long, so I just kind of uh, changed it a little. It's called, uh, he's got mush brains and the host enables him. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> what is up, my man? Yes, can we go into Tempe? It's, it's going to be it's hot like crazy. It's, 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 all the heat is just come out and resonates and just get all over you. Dude, it looks like uh, it looks like every uh, mirage from the Roadrunner yeah, yeah. and Coyote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude. I hope to be hallucinating within two minutes after I get off the plane. Oh, yeah. You get all, you, 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 Tempe, Arizona. I love Tempe. Ladies are hot. And table dances are only $5 at every Hoochie Club. That's right. But uh, yeah, well, it's, it's weird. You can't decide if he's in the impression or not. Yeah. he's. Is, is this a movie, you think? It's some word where $5 <laughs> in a world where things are $5. And every, is that something? Is that a bit? Do I have something there? <laughs> Maybe. Five dollars. Wednesday. The kids eat for free pot stickers. <laughs> At those same clubs. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Pot, yeah, that's what they call them just down things, there. Weather. It's raining today. Like just he's they're they're just non sequiturs. This is a tough watch. This pot sticker, see, is such a clutchy. No, Five dollars for dance, ten for pot sticker. <laughs> it stick to your pot. Yeah. yeah. Pot sticker. Go to Christie's. Oh, they have so many topless bars. That's how you get directions. All right, go down to Bourbon Street, then take a right. Then when you get to Christie's, keep on going to Lexus Girls. When you get there, you found me. Go to Krispy Kreme's. So it's not a strip club. Oh, <laughs> uh, it is. I gotta say, this go to John the- Kite or whatever his name is should be arrested for enabling this man. I know. He's wa- he's as bad as BJ Corville. He's watching an addict deteriorate into insanity. 
But at least this guy is just addicted to doing movie guy voice, from, <laughs> from what I can tell. Uh, this next one you just wrote, is that Casey Kasem? I, guys, it's amazing because they it's actually a little weird because they are doing this pa uh, Pablo Francisco podcast. And all of a sudden, I was under the impression Casey Kasem had passed away. So this might be like the technology that HackRide uses to actually get Casey Kasem on the podcast. It's uncanny. HackRide video coming up, folks. Oh, yeah. I go, why, oh, why, why don't we do a commercial and just bring up jump? Because when the, those kind of clubs, like a cops, those guys, the, the owners and stuff go, man, just get loose. They, do, do anything you want. So, so great. That's where the ideas start sparking. So I just go, we'll just bring you up and we'll do like a sponsorship. It's butt plug with Casey Kasem. That's right. Does your throat get sore? Sometimes when I, when I broadcast, sometimes people <laughs> sing. And that's why Jonathan Kite is singing right now, butt plug. And I go, we'll, we'll do it like. Why is he saying butt plug? <laughs> He's not saying anything. He does a butt plug, and then we'll do it like the like. Imagine, imagine if Casey Kasem was saying butt plug. I'm, a, I'm, I'm crazy excited. <laughs> he's so excited that he had the idea to say butt plug in a Casey Kasem voice that he's unable to form thoughts. It's maddening. Uh, updating for the kids is the next one. Well, here's the thing: is like, first of all, I mean, obviously, this Casey Kasem impression is spot on, but in general. Uh, he does impress. He does these impersonations, and they sound like the real people. That's the real thing of it. Is he's a man who has gotten into the line of impressions who doesn't do a single good impression. That movie voice is was very good. He's lost it a little bit, actually. Yeah, but it was spot on. It was perfect. But I've never heard him do a single other impression like well. Like, no, all, like kind of okay. Uh, well, there's a there's an example later on of a terrible impression of someone. Yeah, they're all like whatever. Like they're all they're all okay or bad, I should say. Yeah, okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, but what's important is at least they are relevant. Like you just heard the Casey Kasem bit, and you're thinking, I mean, Mike, you're making fun of it, but there are so many opportunities now to use a Casey Kasem impression, and I think that's the message that his management tried to get to across to him as well. I'm the ghost of Casey Kasem, and the, <laughs> I have to say the ghost of Casey Kasem because yeah. my managers yeah. always go, man, no, there's a lot of young people. They don't even know who Casey Kasem is. So you go, I'm the ghost of Casey Kasem. Remember uh, uh, drag racing and, and uh, uh, hamburgers and fries? But now, <laughs> now we take you underneath, underneath all the 50s and 60s songs. That's right. Like the monkeys. Here we came, and we came too fast. I touched my weenie, and it didn't last. Hey, I spanked my monkey. Well, we spinking around. That's right. And many, many more. Well, at least the spank my monkey bit killed. But oh, my God. that's the thing. Here's the weird thing about Pablo Francisco. Is he has these bits that he has to work into the conversation. Like, there is no chance a natural monkey's bit was going to work its way in here. Oh, it sure did. Unless his brain just went on this tangent that it does. It's crazy. And it's like I said about that Miranda Sings girl where in the, the apology video she made, I assume you saw that. Mm -hmm. She says like, my world well, sings, my lawyers didn't want me to make this song. <laughs> and it's like, no, they're trying to help you, Miranda. They're on your team or you, Colleen, whatever the fuck. You're, you're coming across as a pedophile. Let's not talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> the lawyers and, and agents are on your side. And I would have the same message to Pablo where when he's like, Hey, Listen, for your career, 
no one fucking knows who Casey Kasem is anymore. All right. He was relevant 50 years ago. Maybe lay off the Casey Kasem impressions. Instead of dropping it, Pablo's mind goes to, oh, I found a loophole. I'll say it's the ghost of Casey Kasem. People are drinking. Then the kids will really be on board. If people are drinking to this, by the way, they're probably hammered already. <laughs> what was the game? If he, oh, even he does the movie voice, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah also, yeah. his Casey Kasem voice is way too deep. <laughs> yeah. I, it, it got better the second time he tried it, but he's still not there. Honestly, it's like my Alec Baldwin impression where it's like, yeah, it's fine. I'm not taking it on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, you know, that'd be great. Actually, you should. <laughs> <laughs> a one man Alec Baldwin show. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, this is, uh, we, we remember earlier we were watching Stuttering John Richard Ojeda. Ojeda had some marvelous segues. Of course he did. Now, uh, this is uh, manic segues. Well, the, yeah, this is a little more unhinged, I suppose, to get to the next. R- Pablo is constantly thinking, how do I do these great impressions of mine? <laughs> I'm 30 right now. I'm Casey Kasem. I got a We're big old head. Casey. It's so huge. The ghost of Casey Kasem. The ghost of Casey Kasem. That's right. And Wolfman Jack. Remember that guy? Wolfman Wolf Jack. Jack. Oh, yeah. Wolfman Jack. Goo goo ga ga goo. It's like a Bill Cosby, but like a. Like a, a with a, a tracheotomy. Tri- yeah, with a tri- yeah. <laughs> with a tracheotomy. He's with a the, biker. With a box. <laughs> and then you do it. Oh, here we go. Right out. With that, uh, yeah, remember all those the, the, the DJs back in the 80s? Explosion. <laughs> Explosion! <laughs> a variety of stars. Right. Oh, this is Billy Idol. This is Mick Jagger. Hey, this is DMN. Oh my God, this is Janet James. And you're listening to <laughs> the butt plug, <laughs> the Q. Oh my! It's like if you were writing dialogue for the Tasmanian Devil. Like it's just gibberish that he's spitting out in rapid succession. Oh my God! We, they, he needs a successful comedian to tell him how much he stinks. <laughs> and he gets he gets on the, like. He loves saying butt plug and all these different impressions and things. And he's just looking for segues. He's like, you know, they're talking about whatever. And this host, this Jonathan Kite tries to be like, hey, remember when they worked, when we worked together a few months ago at the improv in LA? And Pablo will be like, oh my God, you know what that's like? It's like if Billy Idol was on a radio station and did a stinger for them. <laughs> mm, the butt plug. Butt plug. It's like, no, it's not, how is it like that? I'm saying hello to you. Um, at this point in cutting the clips, you were asking, am I on acid? It got a little where I'm, I, I thought it couldn't possibly be what I was hearing. I, I didn't know what was happening anymore. This is Donald Trump. This is not the same clip, by the way. It's not the same clip. It's actually like a minute later. Yeah, he, they moved on, and he's like, guys, um, you're trampling my gold here? Excuse me. <laughs> I think I actually uh, figured out that joke. <laughs> I've, guys, I've, it's perfect now. I finally <laughs> crafted it. This is Donald Trump. This is this is Bill Cosby. And this is Mick Jagger. And you're listening to Plug. 
Yeah, the duck. Yeah. Plug. The butt plug. That's the, the, the only sponsor. Yeah, the, the only sponsor. <laughs> I own the DJ. I sound like a topless dancer, uh, a DJ. But right now, yes, I'm going to sound like a superhero, right? I have magical powers right now. <laughs> that was the phone ringing. Oh, yeah. Hey, what's going on? What about the hip hop? Never. Name this phrase that pays. Butt plug FM. Yes. You win. Oh my God. I didn't cut out any context. (laughs) It's just utter nonsense. It's the reverse of what was happening with Stuttering John and Richard, where Stuttering John just kept interrupting his guest and wouldn't let him talk. Whereas if I was the host of the show, I'd be like, hey, Pablo, can I do a show, please? (laughs) You stop going on these fucking tangents. That was. Imagine, what do you do in that situation where that guy probably helps your career if you're this kite guy? I don't think he does. The video had like 700 views. Is it that low? Us talking about it might do more than Pablo being on the show. That's that's a good point. All right, never mind. It's 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 what's crazy about it is like, you know, you got to give it to Pablo at least for it's a br- a brilliant bit. Like, hey, you know how radio stations have celebrities record? Like, hey, you're listening to Hot 97. Finally, someone has taken down that trope. <laughs> it's about time that 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 stereotype has gotten its comeuppance. Yeah. At least it's heady material like that. Yeah, radio's radio's uh, big in everyone's mind. Yeah, it's fine. To, finally, someone has taken down FM radio. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. This one is oh, good. Back to this. Oh, I I, I was worried we had moved on from the things we've already covered, but Pablo is able to seamlessly bring us back. <laughs> Brought to you by Remember when like, Casey Casey would be explaining oh. the story of the song. <laughs> when we were I'm sorry. Remember guys, you thought you were worried. Everyone at home, you guys were worried. Like I, I hope he's not done with Casey Kasem. Rest assured. Casey Kasem makes several more appearances in this episode. This is like 10 minutes after the beginning part <laughs> at this point. Pablo's brain is broken where he gets in these loops. God forbid you're at a dinner party with this guy. You're hanging out with him, whatever. God forbid you mention the name of someone he can do an impression of. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? You're just out to dinner with him, and you're like, hey, so I saw that Arnold Schwarzenegger documentary. (laughs) schedule. (laughs) Clear your schedule, because Pablo is about to go off. The breadsticks at the Olive Garden. (laughs) I meant meant the Stallone thing. I didn't see Schwarzenegger. I'm sorry. You want to get a little married or something? No, no, no. I didn't mean that either. Who can't you do, Pablo? Who can I mention? <laughs> you could do. I'll uh, we'll get to it later. <laughs> I was gonna say I was gonna burn someone that he gets to that can't do an impression of at all. Okay. Yeah, uh, but uh, let's let's go back to this. <laughs> Brought to you by. Remember, when, like Casey Casey would be explaining the story of the song where it came from. This next <laughs> song says, "You know, dear Casey, you know I had to make some transitions. Would you please play Father? You know, where's my butt sack? I don't know. I can come up with a better joke." But the, but this episode, you, the episode of this podcast, has to have the record for the words "butt plug" and Casey Kasem being said. Yep, and it's I, repeated over and over and over and again. He said multiple times too. Uh, I wish I thought of a better joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we rewind. I want to hear that again. It's, 
It's not the first and last time he says that. Might be in butt sack. I don't know. I can come up with a better joke. But the, but if you leave me now, you leave. That's right. It's Peter's, what is it? Pearson Terra? Peterson Terra. Pearson Terra. That's right. From Chicago. That's right. And you know what? He, he, he had a transition. So now he got an operation. If you leave me now, you leave a big. Okay. Gosh, I didn't come with a joke on that one. <laughs> twice, <laughs> twice in the same clip, actually. You didn't You didn't have a joke on that one, Pablo. You talked about it for five minutes. This guy's just trying to have, like, the, I feel bad for the host, too, especially this other guy who's sitting there. I don't think speaks this entire show. Yeah, the, the third guy. So there's this John Kite, but the third guy is really just happy to be there and trying to make the most of it. Because he'll indulge Pablo. So he'll be like, oh, yeah, he'll try to tag his bits. And Pablo's just not listening. But it's insane. Like, listen, I've been there on, on the podcast where I'm sure I've done this episode where I kind of start saying something. I'm like, ah, five, fucked it up or whatever. He took us on a five minute journey with this fucking Casey Kasem thing <laughs> and had nothing for it. <laughs> so this is this next clip is an example of me feeling bad for the guy who hosts the show. Okay. He's trying to just talk to his, quote, friend. Yes, that, that, that's a constant theme throughout the episode of him being like, oh. Okay, Pablo. Well, anyways, you know how we're good buddies and can actually talk like human beings, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, this is a, an attempt at Cobra Kai talk. Oh, well, yeah. You guys have seen Cobra Kai with uh, Ralph Macchio and uh, William Zapka. Great. The other guy? Great show, I think. Very good show. It's gotten worse over time, but it was definitely very good. And uh, this is Pablo's hot take on this. But it's like Daniel LaRusso right. now, who's like still living in the valley and sort of like what what's going on with him today. But he's kind of a dick. Like he's a dick version of himself. Right? Yeah, he's well, he's he's believed his own myth. Yeah, what a crazy angle to go. Let's take a movie of Karate Kid and what happens afterwards. When, uh, dude, whatever it is to make no, money. No, you know, Pablo, talk like a later. person. <laughs> please, please. We're having a conversation. <laughs> I like I like how this guy, the uh, the kite guy, just cuts him off. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> He's like, no. Uh, yeah, and just to be clear, this is the Karate Kid version that came out in the 2020s, Pablo. So just make sure the the guy, the voice guy, was not around for this. He's probably been long dead. So keep that in mind. As we, God damn it, he got there again. We should, he was able to bring it there. We should make a movie about the voice guy. <laughs> to resurrect this guy's career. Leaved his own myth. Yeah, what a crazy angle to go. Let's take a movie of Karate Kid and what happens afterwards. Hold on, dude, hold whatever. On, hold on. It's actually, it was kind of a brilliant angle to go because it wasn't like every other reboot at first. No. Or like they put their own twist on flaws from the original movie. Like it was actually a funny angle. Pablo doesn't give a fuck. He's just like, oh, you guys are talking about a movie? You know what that means I can do now? <laughs> this summer. <laughs> no, Pablo, stop. No, Pablo, it was a summer in 1982. Please. <laughs> Dude, whatever there's to make money, you know, if the, w 30 years later, anything. Yeah, if you're Glowell McQuaid with, uh, with <laughs> David Carradine, what are they doing now? That's right. David Carradine runs a 7-Eleven. You must get Oh, Sarah. here's another okay. kick I noticed. When he has nothing, that's right. Every time he has nothing to say, he says, that's right. It's always a reset for him. Yeah. Where in his mind, he throws out like half a sentence and then goes, that's right. Butt plug. Casey Kasem. Karate Kid. That's right. Oh, boy. And Chuck Norris. Sir? Chuck Norris. <laughs> Timely. <laughs>
he wants to buy cigarettes. I don't, you, you have to card me first. I mean, they can take a story. <laughs> when Chuck Norris falls out of a boat, he does not get wet. The water gets Chuck Norris. Oh, yeah. But how did we get to Chuck Norris? No idea. We were talking, go back just a little bit. Because we're talking about the Karate Kid and these guys are having a discussion. They're like, hey, listen, it's a little dated now because we're in fucking season five. But have you heard about Cobra Kai, Pablo? There's nowhere you can go with that, right? There's no way you'd do a fucking Ralph Macchio impression. That's right. David Carradine runs a 7-Eleven. You must get cigarettes. Okay. And Chuck Norris, he wants to buy cigarettes. I don't, you, you have to card me first. I mean, they take a story, <laughs> prolong it like that. I don't get it. He's- you don't get what? We don't get it either. <laughs> what the hell was that? It's like, if you were talking to me about The Sopranos, and it, well, how about this? Better example. You're talking to me about The Sopranos movie. You're like, ah, the reboot, you know, it, 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 there was some nice nostalgia, but it really damaged what David Chase built with the series. And I'm like, oh, that's exactly like fucking Denzel and Will Smith doing a movie together. And that might sound a little something like this. Well, that kind of happens in a few minutes. <laughs> I forgot. I did. I said Denzel by accident. I forgot he makes an appearance. <laughs> it's quite literally a thing that happens. Oh, I forgot Denzel stops by. That'll be that's something to look forward to at least. Yeah. Uh, here is. But there's no this guy. You 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 nailed it. Richard has great. Richard Ojeda has great segues. Pablo has none. We're all of a sudden they're talking about the Karate Kid and trying to talk about the reboot. And all of a sudden we're on David Carradine and Chuck Norris. And then Pablo, who got us on this tangent, says. And that doesn't even make sense. Yeah, no, we know. <laughs> uh, this next one is, I don't understand this. Uh, Remember the story that was coming out? Uh, 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 I think it was on TBS or something. It was, like, it was uh, Saved by the Bell, the real story. Like, who wants to know about Mario? Stop and, doing what's going on? the, the like, fucking geez, voice. Hold on, hold on, hold on. By the way, this doesn't exist. I've watched plenty of TBS in my life. The, all, all I could think that he was referencing is E True Hollywood Story, uh-huh. which has not been on in fifteen years. Is this 10, guy maybe? Is this is this guy married? I can't imagine. Oh, hey Pablo, how was your day? In a world where I went to CBS, <laughs> <laughs> like fuck. She she's just making dinner. Tanya thought she was making dinner. <laughs> like, oh God, Pablo. <laughs> I told her I bought salmon when, in fact, it was Haddock. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. Tanya thought she was making dinner, and that's when Aaron Neville entered the room. <laughs> uh, he's not coming. Aaron Neville is not coming to dinner, Pablo. Please. Stop. How many times have I had to tell you? In Please a world stop. where Arnold Schwarzenegger karate chops your carrots. <laughs> <laughs> Little tortilla boy. Remember that, guys? Remember when I did that? <laughs> I think it was on TBS or something. It was, like, it was uh, Saved by the Bell, the real story. Like, who wants to know about Mario and all that was going on? <laughs> My cheese little dances. And that's right. And uh, three of the Golden Girls, to see the real story behind that's the right. scenes, they were getting laid. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's what, that he, I would he, this is This is what I love about Pablo. He sets up something that he has made in his mentally ill brain. He's created this. And then he's like, I mean, come on, guys. Like, we really need that. It doesn't exist, Pablo. (laughs) What you just described is wholly made up by you. A documentary about the Golden Girls getting railed? I'd love to watch it, first of all. (laughs) But secondly, you made it up. 
that's where Pablo has no concept of what is real and what is going on in his own riddled brain. <laughs> where that? he's like, I mean, come on, God, really enough. Enough with the Save by the Bell documentaries. <laughs> Who are you complaining to? Who made this? Straight up psychosis. <laughs> it really is. Oh. Yeah, we should check that well, the behind the scenes of the Golden Girls of the yeah. them just getting plowed. Golden oh, orgy, <laughs> golden <laughs> showers, golden phallus. Golden. That was the spinoff. <laughs> the porno version. Yeah. The golden Girls are the golden showers. <laughs> That's right. What was the other one with uh, Bob Saget? Who was uh, Full, Full House. House? Full House, the real story. I mean, when you watch that, you're going, "I want to see who who's going to play." Watch the, what? The fact that he cannot stop doing that voice is insane. Watch what he's like when you watch that. What the movie happening in your head? We can't see it, Pablo. Oh my it's god, it's not playing for it's not streaming for us. You created it. This is so uncomfortable. It's great. It's watching a madman, John Stamos. Because no, no, he's like the best looking guy. Yeah. I think we could get John Stamos. <laughs> John, what happened? He still looks the same. Yeah, yeah. We, we need to know the story, the behind, underneath what happened inside with Bob Saget. He, he asked for a drink. Do you know he always wanted cranberry juice, but then he wanted orange juice? We need to know the story. <laughs> hey, Pablo, uh, we got to leave in a, about an hour and a half. What are you doing? Pablo thought he was showering today. <laughs> But little did he know, it's a good Are you going to shower or not? We got to go to my mother's house. Freshly after opening a new bar of Dove. <laughs> he must be fucking exhausting to be around. He's exhausting to watch on this. <laughs> 3,000 miles away. No. So John Kite does indulge him throughout this. I'd love to talk to John Kite honestly and be like, hey, what? Do you, do you just concede that like he's going to go off or what, what happens here? What's did your you, mindset? Did you hear that hack ride? Get in touch with him. We got to get him on the program. <laughs> yeah. See what John kites all about. We got to ask how much weight he lost. Just talking to this guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, well, I haven't spoken yet, but I've been John kite. <laughs> uh, uh, this is a classic shark tank. Oh, you, you know, uh, we talk about Shark Tank, not a lot, but here and there on KMS. And uh, Kirk does a pretty good job breaking it down. He notices things, notices little, you know, nuances about the show, recurring themes, if you will. Hey, listen, Pablo is just as insightful. I mean, this is classic Shark Tank. We all know when this happens. In a world where Mark Cuban makes an offer. Shut up, Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> Not so wonderful today. <laughs> Watching a lot. What are you talking about <laughs> the Shark Tank things on YouTube, right? And yeah. Somebody, and I was thinking, like, boom, don't, 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 don't. This is Pablo and Dustin Wybara, and we like hookers. Come on, we're on the road, and we like donuts. Come on, <laughs> Mark Cuban, you're on the road. You like donuts and hookers. I like donuts, but then again, you know, you like hookers. Ho you like holes. You, 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 you like holes. You like golf, but, you, but I, I, I use Bitcoin, and for those reasons, I'm out. <laughs> Okay, point. Oh, yeah. dude, yeah. The reasons for them being out, they're like, uh, you like hookers, you like donuts. Uh, my wife watches this program, so for that reason, John, I'm out. John Kite is ironically just in midair trying to grasp on to something. Please. But yes, uh, holes, donuts, golf. I'm trying here, Pablo. Please. Anything. All right, we'll, we'll bring that voice into play. Uh, let's let's go in one direction. Mi uh, mini golf will uh, keep you from doing the voice. Mini golf. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do know when they go these directions on Shark Tank. Like, Pablo's about to tell us he brought up hookers and donuts. So, 
I'm sure you guys have seen Shark Tank. I think it's a fine program. I think it's cool to see some of the businesses that work, some that are ridiculous. It's funny to mock the people that are like overly rehearsed and things like that. But never have I, I, I missed the episode where the business that sells hookers and donuts came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's ripe for skewering. And Pablo is about to finally <laughs> take them down a peg. It's their fault for actually doing it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right. And, she, and I use Bitcoin. And you know what? I like long johns. But then again, I don't like to eat after 12 a.m. So it's sorry. It's donuts. And then Mr. Wonderful, go kill yourself. Go do that. I came up with the invention. I like cookers, pot, marijuana, cocaine. Uh, anybody here? All right. Let me, let me tell you. What's your name again? Let me see how that's gone. For those reasons, I'm in. I'm out. It's uh, How many businesses do these guys have? So he's skewering this thing that like doesn't exist. He's like, you know how this happens on Shark Tank? It's like if I was just like, you know, you know how everyone on The Bachelor does crystal meth and rides donkeys around? (laughs) Well, I've got five minutes on that. Let me, let me, and the audience is just like, what? It doesn't happen on the show. What are you talking about? Uh, It's like, it's like, do you guys remember when Snow White did blow off Dopey's dick? It's actually a pretty well-run, organized show, and they have rational reasons for the decisions they make. Just makes anything he wants about anything up. There's plenty of things you can make fun of Shark Tank about, but he wasn't able to find one. He brings up hookers, and he does the immigrant voice again for some reason. Uh, Theodore Nugent says his Casey Kasem sounds nothing like Casey Kasem. Yes. That's ridiculous, Theodore. That's just mean. Teddy, what are you talking? I thought it was, was that not Casey Kasem? <laughs> I thought it was. I thought he was alive again. I thought we were just playing drops. <laughs> uh, this is <laughs> this is we've made reference to this. Uh, Denzel stops by. <laughs> oh my man, <laughs> that was All right. That was okay. Way better than his. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously Denzel isn't coming in on this podcast. It's uh, Jay Farrow. Stops by to uh, grace us with his Denzel impression. That's right. Is it? Why is it? Why is it? You always see that one comic that just, or I mean, actor that just keeps like Denzel. He's like, I'm okay. Let me tell you something. I'm gonna chop your fingers off. No, he's an assassin. (laughs) Now he's on the good side. (laughs) You guys remember in Training Day when he was like, "Well, howdy, pilgrim." I was just gonna say, when did Denzel become John Wayne? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, Pilgrim. You guys, you guys remember when Denzel was like, "Whoa, <laughs> I'm a fan of man." <laughs> remember? Yeah, remember when Denzel was like, "I don't want my father bothered." <laughs> <laughs> Classic Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that time Denzel was like, "No, I am your father." I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> is it? Why is it? Denzel. Why is it? You always see that one comic that just, or I mean, actor that just keeps like Denzel. He's like, "I'm okay. Let me tell you something. I'm going to chop your fingers off." No, he's an assassin. <laughs> now he's on the good side, and now also, he's a politician. Let's take the impression away. The great writing, where you know how Denzel is always like. I want to chop your fingers. Life is like a box of chocolates. <laughs> and I want to chop your fingers off. 
the is it why is it why is it you always see that one comic that just or I mean actor that just keeps like Denzel he's like I'm okay let me tell you something I'm gonna chop your fingers off now he's an assassin and now he's on the good side and now he's a politician <laughs> they do the same character but for some reason you still it's still believable yeah because Denzel yeah. are you looking in the mirror they do one character you fucking idiot <laughs> Even think of that. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he should change his voice up once in a while. <laughs> yeah, can you believe he's just doing one character all the time? <laughs> I mean, imagine. <laughs> yeah, what'd you have for breakfast today, Pablo? I had bacon and eggs. <laughs> in a world where Denzel is trapped as the same character. <laughs> ah, hello, I am Denzel Washington. I like the idea. I still like the idea of him doing that to his wife and catching himself and like, I'm sorry, I did it. I'm sorry, babe. Please, <laughs> please don't make me sleep on the couch. Uh, April thought she was dropping the children off at school, but it was no regular Monday morning. A man who's just trying to make his wife laugh finds himself on the couch. <laughs> I'm going to work, Pablo, because no one will book you anymore. <laughs> because you think Denzel talks like this. <laughs> you are mentally ill, Pablo. <laughs> Stop what you're doing. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, this next one's called Telemarketers Watch Out. Oh, these are, the, I think he's talking about some of the wacky bits that he does. Correct. That's fun. <laughs> the reason his wife left. I, I have two numbers at my house. When they, when they call my house, they go, I'll, I'll, I'll play a prank on the, on the solicitor. I go, hi, this is David from Stewart Photography. I go, hey, yeah, let me give you the number real quick. 472-821. And then, hey, man, what you doing? Hey, man, get out of my house. And, and they hang up the phone. That's, they That's somehow actually a less offensive Denzel impression. No shit. The first one he did. But what the fuck was that? Well, it, it, I mean, it all goes wrong right from the jump when he says, telemarketers call my house. <laughs> You still have a landline, Pablo? Really? Is that where to believe for this bit? <laughs> I call and I pretend I'm, Den oh, I'm Denzel I and I go, say hello to my little friend. <laughs> I have to take the tape out of my answering machine. <laughs> uh, uh, we have two more of this guy. <laughs> uh, well... It's like Denzel always says, you're taking it very personally. No, 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 you said. <laughs> uh, this is, try and remember this was a conversation. <laughs> yeah. That, again, John Kite is like, all right, Pablo, the podcast is coming to an end. <laughs> Please. Do you remember... When we worked together in Los Angeles, Pablo, but do you remember that? It's like shouting like you're at a person with dementia. Like, please. I just want to get in touch with you once more for old time's sake. Just to I think it would be amazing. We tried it out the other day right. at the improv. I thought that went so well. Oh my God. Just talking about a normal gig. Hey, remember we did this bit together? Yeah, we did a gig together. Certainly. If I'm John Kite, I'm thinking there's no way we are in the clear, baby. This isn't going to devolve. The movie guy is not coming up. We're we're free. We're going to round this podcast out with a real honest to God conversation. 
That was you, great. It was great. You were murdering Full House, loved the um, improv, and then you brought me up and we, we did a, that trailer. Get ready. Mark Wahlberg's in every God movie. God damn it. Fucking. I wasn't fuck. even done sipping my water. <laughs> he's doing, he's about to do a Wahlberg impression. He's going to just do the say hi to your mother for me, okay? Remember, you were killing at the improv this summer. <laughs> God damn it. How did he get there? This fall, Pablo does the improv. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg's in every movie. Hey, man, get out of my movie. That's right. He's going, you know, Mark, he's going to take your part starring Liam Neeson. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm here as well. I'm getting a little older. I don't know who you are. It might be about to... This kite, okay, this kite guy's Liam Neeson impression is the best voice I've heard this entire time. Oh, is that John Kite? Yeah. I was about to say, his Liam's okay, at least. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought it was Pablo. Nope, it's Kite. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yes. He tries to he tries to pull this shit with like Frank Caliendo, and he's like, get away from me. <laughs> I'm getting a little older. I don't know who you are. It might be about dementia, but I'm here. Man, also starring Mark Wahlberg in. Hey, man, it's me. Go, go to Chris Rock. Hey, man, what's going you on? Think- what's up with... <laughs> Jesus Christ, rewind that. <laughs> um, do you think like Pablo tries to find like where Frank Caliendo hangs out just to like, kind of come up behind him and say, This summer, John Madden, just so we can like do bits like this? Please, please <laughs> see, take see me. if they interact with him. <laughs> please take me on the road. Come on this journey with me, will you? <laughs> take me on the road, please. John Madden and George Bush got together this summer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, John Madden. <laughs> hey, man! <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Just <laughs> keeps doing wrong voices. Starring Mark Wahlberg again. Hey, man, it's me. Go, go to Chris Rock. Hey, man, what's going on? What's up with the Rock? Huh? Listen, brother, I'm telling you, I'm here. I beat paper. I beat Dwayne scissors every Johnson? time. <laughs> okay, is that, that you? This is Kite again. I know. Yeah. Also, Chris not Chris Rock one was just as good. By the way, Chris Rock was Pablo. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. This is not a good rock impression. You don't think so? I'm a giant fan of the rock. I'm not really picturing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a tough one. Well, also, when you're put on the spot for Pablo to just be like, and now John Kite is going to do the rock. <laughs> He's like, ah, fuck. All right. <laughs> this summer, John Kite does Harriet Tubman. <laughs> <laughs> what? Does that person have audio recordings anywhere? <laughs> Uh, this summer, John Kite is Harold and Kumar. <laughs> I don't know how to do their voices, Pablo. <laughs> be you. Man, Jason Stateman. All right, let me just say this. I know that I'm here a little late. Sorry, my Uber got here. I'm a driver That's not now, bad. And I'm here for you, and I'm going to crank this up one punch at a time. Go ahead and do a theater near you. See, yeah, they look. The they black lost. Oh, dude, I, I can't get over how oh. broken this fucking guy's brain is. He has become. He thinks. He is living in a world where he's in the movie theaters (laughs) right before the film starts. (laughs) Oh my God. We gotta give, I I do have to give massive credit to John Kite because did you check what the episode title of this is? I don't remember. Starts with an S. This podcast episode is entitled The Summer. (laughs) (laughs) So you gotta give a tip of the cap to John Kite. He gets it. Oh, maybe he's trolling him. I don't know. I think he just knew, like, that's all that can be taken from this episode. 
what, what happens when you get a movie and every movie needs a star? But what happens when that star needs a movie? Then make a blockbuster, then make more movies. You get oh more my stars. God, gibberish. Movie. Get ready. Keanu Reeves. Hey, whoa. Hey, listen, you need a trilogy, okay? Me and Mark, we have a trilogy, but then again, Mark doesn't have Who's a trilogy. That? You have I'm a sorry, it's Pablo. Who's that? That's Pablo. Is, it, is he doing a Pablo impression? Because that's the only way it's good. <laughs> doing Schwarzenegger. Boy, his Schwarzenegger, it was never great, but Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't have any enchilada. What about you? Come on, Keanu. Are you Bill or Ted? Oh, I can't remember. That's right. This summer and also starring, <laughs> if I forgot the name, gosh damn it, and music soundtrack by Michael Bolton. Tell me. <laughs> it's also sponsored by Buttplug. By Buttplug. That's right. And I'm the ghost of Casey Kasem, and we'll be right oh back. Oh, my God. That's right. My head is so big, it looks like a cookie That's jar. Right. I should have came up with a better joke. See? Again. <laughs> You should have come up with a better joke. Pablo, do that instead of saying it after. Just do it. Come up with a better joke. I got an idea. Stop. Did you see go to therapy and, he's, and like the therapist is like, so what happened this week? Last week. I fucking like... <laughs> I can't stop doing it. Previously seen on Pablo Francisco. <laughs> Last week in Pablo Francisco's sadness. <laughs> he does himself. Yeah. Hi, honey. Why are your bags packed? <laughs> uh, this last one is just entitled uh, Turn It Off Pablo. And right after this, we'll be getting to the hack ride extravaganza. Oh, yeah. Hey, you hack ride fans, uh, stick around because he's got a big map. Oh, Jesus Christ, this is a long one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, this is where it's like we've gotten to the end of the podcast. We'll just let Pablo. Well, the podcast should have ended with just this, and then it slowly fades out, and then John Kite hangs himself. <laughs> you just see his feet. <laughs> Right. And then it was sort of like they were watching something that, that felt like it, special because it had never been done before. Right. It's because it, we had never done it before. I think we go, we get, we get together, we get go to my house. Right. And we just put a, together a show that just has comedy sketches, a little bit of, you know, drop down uh, commercials like you know, friends on the next forensic files. I'm trying to get that guy down due to the DNA. Of I could use another uh, announcer in my arsenal. An- another fucking uh, guy that just talk- a voiceover guy. That's all. Yeah, he, what all I, he does. what I don't have is enough deep voiced guys in my back pocket to break out <laughs> completely at random. You know, I, could, I need another one. I need Kite to just go. Hey, why don't you blow my balls off with a Pesci? Can you do something like that, please? <laughs> He thought he could get away by going to bars. Found himself behind bars. But due to the DNA, like, who's this guy who narrates this stuff? They always have those uh, those, those uh, back-to-back uh, crime stories on Discovery. Uh, it's a uh, police IDU. Everything is so violent. Even the commercials. Hi, it's Roseanne Barr, and welcome to Women That Kill. Okay, that was not good. Or, 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 or I, I, this is how it started. Radio DJ what? killed. What? Hey, uh, I'm Howard Stern, you know? Hey, it's Howard Stern. I didn't hear no bell. I'm, 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 Howard, I'm Howard Stern. I'm going to go punch some giant hams in a freezer. Uh, I'm, hey, it's Howard Stern, and if I can change, and you can change, <laughs> we all can change. <laughs> all right, now we got a stripper riding the Sibian. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Pablo. You fucking <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. 
Well, at least his Roseanne was great, obviously. <laughs> oh, naturally. That was that was really good. But he's also talking about things he's like, it's again with like the Save the Bell thing. He's like, you know all those shows like, hi, I'm Howard Stern, and this is DJs that kill. <laughs> all those shows? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> he's, he's, I think, clinically insane. Like, I think he's yes. lost his mind and should be diagnosed with something. He's definitely meant he cannot stop doing the voice. It's the, I guarantee you, if you go to one of his shows, it's that for an hour. Yeah, there, there are people in rubber rooms that sound less crazy than like that. It's genuine insanity. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So we'll have to keep an eye on Pablo. I don't know how many um, appearances he does on podcasts or anything, but uh, we're going to have to keep an eye on him. I think. Should, should we try to get him on the show? <laughs> The problem is, though, I think it's all that. I don't know if I could take it because it's just all. I know I don't want him on the show. I couldn't do it. I don't think I could do it. I don't think so. I couldn't keep up with him. You ready for some uh, some hack ride? Yeah. So, guys, we gave you three fucking hours. All right. So don't bitch. If you don't like hack ride, <laughs> then beat it. Am scray. Uh, but I love hack ride, and uh, he gets a little melodramatic at the end here, which we'll talk about when it's done. But I think this is one of his best works yet. With a, I uh, think this is a very good, and it, I think it fits the show perfectly, and it's something we've discussed a lot with Hack Ride. No No Yay! Welcome to Richard Ojeda's right. new political show on the Blind Mike Network. Left on red. And now, stuttering John. Is that Pablo doing Denzel? Richard Ojeda! Hey! Blind Mike and Craig, it is good to see you again. It is about time you jackaloons had me back on your show. I gotten all sorts of mail since I was last on here and curb stomped a bunch of Tom Myers comedy cyborgs into ashes. Well, Hackride hired me to do this great new show, Left on Red, where I get very angry and political. Gotcha! That is not what this show is at all. Blind Mike and Craig, this show Left is on Red's a little a great name different. for a podcast. Hackride has sent you hundreds of messages and you have responded to most of them, but not all. So welcome to our new <laughs> question oh and answer show, Hack Ride. Left on Red. With me, Richard Ojeda, where we host a special guest who will read texts that you haven't responded to and finally get an answer and get why you didn't respond in the first place. This sounds okay. fun and not at all invasive. you <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask some questions or re-ask some questions. And our guest text reader tonight. You just saw him on Who Are These Podcasts? Ladies and gentlemen, a puppet who enjoys ass play as much as me. <laughs> One turkey. Wow. Hello, boys and girls. Hello again. Tookie. It is great to have you here, Tookie. Let's get right into Whoa. it. Again, these are texts from Hackride to Blind Mike that were left on red. Tukey, <laughs> go ahead and read the first text. Apropos to nothing, a Blind Mike movie review show would be fascinating. 
April 15th, <laughs> left on red. Wow, Tookie. That seems like a great idea. And at least an idea that deserved a response. What say you, Mike Geary? Well, I, I'm not much of a movie guy necessarily, but probably rude that I didn't respond. Maybe I should have. But I, I don't know that if I'm insightful enough on films. I'm more of a TV guy, really, than movies. And the last, time, the last time we reviewed a movie on here, we got so much shit for our take on it. What was that? The Many Saints of Newark. <laughs> oh, well, that was rough. No, we, we, we talked about The Machine. I think people were more on board with our take on that one. I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, yeah not great. But anyways, yeah, uh, I should have responded. I, I apologize for that hack, Rod. He tells me to well, pause, but then he leaves sure 20 Mike seconds in between. Some great points right there, and will be letting us know when his movie review show starts. Okay, Tookie. On to the next text that was left, left on, on red. If you hit that review of, I think you should leave, at the right moment it comes out, because this is a heavily meme show, it will really get the algorithm going. Yeah! <laughs> I haven't seen people this hype for a season of a comedy show in a while. May 20th, left on red. Mike still has it watched. <laughs> Astonishing Tookie. That sounds like someone who is on top of things. I sure would like to have that guy in my foxhole. Okay, blind Mike. Tell us why you never responded to such a great idea. And what about irreverent comedy bothers you so much? <laughs> I listen, I, I just don't get it with Tim Robinson, all right? I think it's very visual. And you've told you've mentioned it to me before. I'm sorry. I don't want to watch it. I've never been happier that I respond to just about everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this seems, he says Mike and Craig. This seems very me heavy. <laughs> All right, now we wait. Yep, because he tells me to pause, but why? Now we are rolling. <laughs> what is next, Dookie? So you know how everyone has a device now, like Alexa, Google, or Siri? Well, I started experimenting around with if a piece of music is playing, how low can the volume get? of, say, a Siri request before Siri can't hear it. But the human can, and vice versa. So when is it just not audible for human, but audible for the electronic device? <laughs> Think about the ramifications. I don't blame you for this one. <laughs> put in the intro a command to go to Spotify and follow Blind Mike. We can make the command whatever we want that a device could do. We couldn't, like, go to their bank or anything like that, but... <laughs> We could get them to follow or direct them immediately to a YouTube page without them doing anything on their phone. June 6th, left on red. Whoa, golly gee willikers. That one is a little hard to defend. AIO Jetta is the best. it may be a crime. Go ahead, blind Mike. I don't really have anything on this one. I think Craig stepped on the Army Major there, but I think he agrees with me and understands that... It's probably pretty reasonable be, reasonable of me to not use black ops yeah. to try and get subscribers to the <laughs> the, the, the podcast. <laughs> I don't I don't blame you for this one at all. <laughs> that was one I should have responded and said lose my number. <laughs> you, you fucking maniac. <laughs> I feel bad for Tukey having to read all that. <laughs> no, this is why I like Hackride though. He has interesting ideas. Some are a little crazy. 
So I'm getting a little <laughs> a little too far out there, but that's what true genius is, I think. <laughs> Whoa! Sure. All right, let's get back on track. I'm sure the next one from Hack Ride is a doozy. Show me what you got, Tuki. Hey, how do I send you something? I'm cool with the P.O. Box or Dropbox or whatever you think is appropriate. But do we need that? I want to send you a T-shirt. June 23rd. Left on red. <laughs> okay, yeah, that seems a little stalkery. <laughs> Notice Mike and Stutter John have very similar shirt styles. But still, overall, Marcos, I guess baby. not so weird if he's okay with a P.O. box. Although, those aren't hard to stake out. Your thoughts blind, Mike? <laughs> stake out? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't set up a P.O. box so you could send me undergarments. <laughs> used, you know it's a used shirt, too. Uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't respond because I didn't feel like setting up a P.O. box, but I, I appreciate the offer. I think that one I'm, I'm oh, clear Jesus on, too. Christ. It's like two Is for two. almost over yet? Please. <laughs> two more, Christ. You got two more in you, Tuki? Give it to me. How about you just be funny all the time? No breaks are funny. <laughs> that way, anywhere I edit, gold. <laughs> June 25th. Left on red. Honestly, that is just me. Okay, I'm starting to understand some things about old hack ride over here. Hacka hacka. Okay, blind Mike, what you got? I think that one goes without saying. Yeah, that goes without saying. He's just heckling me. How about you make the show, I don't know, good? Yeah, I should have Ashley Gavin him, for Christ's sake. Oh, boy. Jesus, mercilessly, this nonsense is almost over. Okay, one more. Give it to me, you absolutely f***able puppet, but unable <laughs> puppeteer. Whoa! Again, boss, I'm just a pimp laying out these sluts of ideas for you every day. <laughs> fuck them, piss on them, don't fuck them, ignore me. Totally up to you. That's the kind of service we offer here. July 1st, left on uh, well, red. You, well, he told you now to ignore him. I am just utterly confused. <laughs> if you don't care, if he replies, hack ride, why the hell are we even here? I could have been in my progressive metal Facebook group posting about Getty Lee, not cool demon. Anyway, last one, blind Mike, your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, speak, he, he told me to ignore him. That's true. <laughs> I feel like I've got a pretty clean record on this one. The first one, I probably should have replied. But yeah. other than that, I, I, I feel pretty comfortable about all this. First one should have. Second one, I remember being on the fence. The rest, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just more I'm being, al- alarmed. I'm being he, menaced. <laughs> he, wrote, he wrote on the screen, plus 200, Mike and Craig are still here. <laughs> uh. All right. 
Well, Tukey, I want to thank you so much. I don't even really know what we accomplished. But hey, it was still more entertaining than a Joey C or Ray DeVito show. And that's a fact. (laughs) This is Tukey saying, I love you more than a friend. Yay! Okay, well, that is all for Left (laughs) on Red with Richard Ojeda, that sexy son of a bitch. Excuse me, excuse me, Blind Mike and Craig. I'm sorry to interrupt. I just want to say something. You know, when I first volunteered to help the show, I was an eager young demon. Young, dumb, and full of demon golf. You know how it is. So in making this week's animation, I was forced to read every interaction between Mike and I for the last few months, and I had a few epiphanies. Number one, I am sorry, Blind Mike. I came on very strong with all these ideas and thoughts just flooding out of me without any governor. That was probably very weird. But as I've settled in, I've noticed something else I should have a long time ago. Number two. This is purely a transactional relationship. Because I don't want your greasy Boston Mafia money, I thought that maybe a true relationship, even a friendship, could develop. I am a fool. This can never be a transactional relationship. And now I fully understand that. Clips, thumbnails, and emergency media gathering is all I will ever be. And that is absolutely acceptable. Because as of today, I am balancing the relationship. He's still don't he's verbalizing a text. Solio Sullivan money, but I will make a plea for followers for my YouTube page, which I am currently growing and adding things to daily. I never uh, want to leave the Blind Mike project, but I do have ideas that do not fit here, and that is where they belong. So follow Hackride on YouTube and get me to 1,000 followers, and I will start doing live shows. That's right, bitches. Hackwright bought a green screen. Hackwright's <laughs> 1,000 subs. Do it now. Do it right. You heard the man. This video has been sponsored by the Hackwright to 1,000 subs. Do it now. Do it right fucking now. Do it yes. now. Do it right fucking now. Get Hackwright to 1,000. Agreed. Go subscribe to Hackwright's YouTube channel. It's not over. I know. <laughs> okay. April 15th. Left on red. Or is it left on read? No, that, <laughs> these that idiots bloopers now. I think it's left on read. <laughs> All right, here we go. You jack a goon? I mean, jack a loons? <laughs> that is going on the blooper video. <laughs> June 23rd, left on red. I don't know if you heard that chime in the background. You know, I once shot an elk in the backwoods. As I walked up to it, I was like, holy shit, that is a Chinaman. We laughed about it for months. Uh, number five. Wait, why am I doing the numbers? I didn't do any of the other numbers, so I don't think I should start. I'll tell you what. That stuttering John is nuttier than a squirrel turd. That little bitch needs a hug. Or, you know, sometimes one <laughs> light curb stop can really help. Hey, Richard, your mic is on. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs>
<laughs> I mean, the blooper reel is probably unnecessary, but other than that, a gr- ex- that's one of his best games. Maybe uh, his best. Uh, that was, yeah, I, I'm all for the blooper reel. <laughs> the fact that he had to fake Ojeda fuck-ups was funny. I do like Ojeda fuck-ups. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a relevant game. It's something we've talked about a lot on the show. It's a show references make sense. It was very funny. Tuki did an excellent job. Excellent job. That was job. the perfect casting, I think. Now, now is Cardiff gonna nuke us for having him on the show? <laughs> it's a dangerous world. I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's a dangerous world. But thank you, Tuki. Appreciate you contributing to that. Now, the hack ride message, the only thing I want to say about it is like it came up to me as he's like angry with me or something. No. Okay, good. Good, no. good, good. Because I think he does excellent work. It's it's weird. Like, oh, you think of me as just a whore is how I took that. <laughs> What's happening? But go subscribe to Hack Ride's YouTube, YouTube channel. Now, when he says live videos, I'm picturing it like uh, the way Kyle Dunnigan does it. Where it's not really, it's not going to be him, right? I think it's going to be more like Cardiff. Right, but that, I, I, With like a demon he, face. Here's the, that, okay, good. Because I don't want to lose, I want Hack Ride to be Hack Ride. I don't want to find out the man behind hack ride yeah, you know no, no don't want to know that uh ryan foley five dollars on friday kirk was talking about the buzz and anticipation he feels going to the movies that's how i feel about hack ride videos okay <laughs> 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 it's very exciting yeah he's got he, he definitely understands the show a hell of a lot better than he did when he started i think for sure yeah so shout out to hack ride that well i'll put that up on the uh on our YouTube channel, I've noticed Hackride's YouTube channel is the videos from this show that he claimed I own, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Go subscribe anyways, because I'm excited to see what these live streams are. Yeah. Are you have you seen any of Kyle Dunnigan's shit? On his Instagram, I think. He does like full live stream. He even had uh, the real Jerry Seinfeld on once. And uh, that's how I'm picturing it. But I'm curious to see what Hackride has in store. So, yeah, get Hackride to 1,000 so you can start doing that. Go Definitely. subscribe. Definitely. Is it just at Hackride? Um, you should have put that on the screen there, buddy. <laughs> oh, we have no idea? Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing. Well, you'll find him somehow. I'll tag him when I post this video. I'll he's, tag. He's in the chat. I'll give him five seconds to write his YouTube in. As much time as much time as he wants. No, we are ending. I'm going to give him five seconds. Kyle Dunnigan is. (laughs) He just wrote Kyle Dunnigan is one of the models. So I guess, (laughs) I guess we'll never know it as YouTube is. Oh yeah, just look for Hackride. I guess he's out there on the internet somewhere. Uh, But shout out to Hackride. Excellent work as always. Thank you, Richard Ojeda and Tuki. (laughs) Oh, it's at Hack Road. Really? That's weird. That's. I'm guessing that was a typo. Strange branding. <laughs> at ha- I'm going to say just look up at Hackride. I'm going to guess that's a typo. It's got to be, yeah. Yeah. At Hackride. <laughs> at Hackride. Okay. All right, you corrected it? <laughs> yes. All right, very good. <laughs> it's weird. You know, Hackride's making quite a name for himself because I saw he tweeted out a video of uh, El Harible. I don't know if it's no... I, I don't know if he's the voice behind Tuki or just a friend of Tuki's. I don't know what the deal is. Mm-hmm. Um, but El Harible was like all excited. He's like, hey... Tuki's part of a hack ride video. It's like working with uh, Scorsese now. I oh think. yeah, that's a that's a that's a, a Tuki friend. Yeah, it's like when Vinny got the Vinny Chase got the Scorsese movie. It's like wow, this is a real yeah. boost to my career. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, very good show.org, blindmike.net. 
Take a nap. Yeah, like I said at the beginning, go to verygoodshow.org, uh, for God's sake, because um, if you have ever wondered what it would be like if Mike Harris was in the room with you, mm-hmm. that Very Good Show is the podcast for you, because they do that every week. It's and crazy. apparently, Bly Mike's coming to the Scott Stapp meetup on August 12th. So. No. <laughs> he said he wants to go. No, but I do, I, I am demanding you request the Marlins song. That's my only... Oh, I will, we'll bring signs. Thank you. Yeah, well, everyone wear Marlon. We're Dontrell Willis jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll find a John Carlos Stanton jersey from before. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah, go follow Hacker on YouTube. Go to blindmike.net, support the Patreon. Uh, we're looking to get to 800 followers now on Patreon. Growing every day, baby. Um, so try to get that number up. Subscribe on YouTube if you'd be so kind. If you're watching right now and you're not subscribed, uh, just hit the button because it's the best way to get updates and stay up to date on everything. Why are you laughing and blind Mike project related and uh very good show.org for all Craig's nonsense. Hey, and we will uh, talk to you guys next week. Oh, programming note for those of you that stuck around this long. I think we're gonna have to record Wednesday on Patreon. It will be live on Patreon and then release it Friday. If that works for you. I believe so. All right, then I think that's going to be the sketch this week. So uh, keep your ear to the ground, folks. We'll talk to you later. And we have a mean transition. Sappers clear the way, everyone all the way. If I tell you you've got a homicide, buddy, you've got a homicide. I hope to hear from you soon. I am proud to own the Trumpy Bear, and I will always be proud to be an American. Until then, have yourself a great day, and as always, rock on. Stop the baloney, huh? What kind of statement is that? I wrote it. One of my favorite players to cover when he was here was Mike Vrabel. Tell me a Mike Vrabel story. <laughs> Piss on him. All right. All right. Can you please kindly F off, please? Anyway, God bless America.